Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. I'm your co-host, Mitch Shinasa. And we are here at the last, maybe the last week or two before the real new studio. We kind of said new studio, I think, um, online, but we're at my house now. We are at Adam's house. We've Better than all, the kid's house. This is a step in the, the right direction. Now. We've done all the houses. We've done Mitch's house, which was literally like a Halloween episode, even though it wasn't the Halloween episode, but it was scary. The kids' house, which is like frat city weirdness, and and now we're going to grow up and we're going to come over to an adult's house where we have, you know, few a few modest things. But uh, we're also going to bring on a real special person for a short time today. I'm not going to get too into depth about it, but mind blowing stuff, I believe. Yeah, it's uh, you know, the best part about all the stories we dig into is that it's it's like the never ending ball of wax that we keep getting deeper and. Exactly. And uh, this takes us quite a few steps further back in the chain of one of our all-time best strain hunting stories, strain history stories. Which is the, obviously the OG story because that's the, the OG one. Kush. It's the one everybody needs to know. And, um, you know, we were enlightened recently on some things. Uh, we've been kind of prodding this guy to get on the show. He is, he, coincidentally, this is also kind of how I like things to have to roll, was that when I called him the day before yesterday and asked him about it he thought he was like you know what I was just thinking I needed to talk, talk to you guys and I was like alright well that's exactly what we wanted to be I think uh, the people want to know yeah speak so, of the devil let's bring him on now because he has to get out of here in about 20 minutes which is a perfect amount of time to tease lead in with him and uh, get this guy on intern look at the intern so friggin on point with getting the guests we'll get you on the green room porch here. I don't know if you want to put your shit down. Are, are we live? We are live. Yeah. I don't know. Are we calling you? What are we calling you? Mr. X. Are you Mr. Mr. X. X. Are we Rico. 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 Well, first of all, I want to take this moment while Rico is settling in. Uh, shout out some people in the chat room. Mr. Miner, IROC, Tim Martin is there. And uh, Tim Martin is not here where he's supposed to be. Uh, he thinks Adam's mic's off. We'll see. Uh, everyone else says sounds and looks good, so maybe not. Maybe Buck not. Russell's, we'll of course, keep, there. We'll keep checking. Stinky keep Farms mind. in the house. Grinch Viking. Uh, so we actually figured out that we're doing it Friday. Sure. sure. 35 people showed up, and they're saying it's because the uh, we post, it auto-notifies. Yeah. So they're here already. That's, that's really good. So right. that's how quickly we can assemble a gang of 35 deep. <laughs> 35. That's deep. That's deep in a couple seconds, man. A few seconds. Anyway. All right. So let's introduce our guest. We'll get into news and news and news and all that stuff. But obviously, you got to get on the road, and, and we don't want to. And we're just, like I said, we're just going to tantalize everybody today. We don't want to get too deep. Um, oh, he's not actually on camera, which is pretty good. Cameraman. Oh, we have a cameraman. Can you pan us a little so we can show our guest? You, you want to be on camera? Sure, why not? Cool, let's why do it. Why not? There he goes. We'll get a like slow that. pan. I've got my mask on, so. Beautiful. Yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your well false done. identity. And we'll, we, yeah, we'll see. Cause okay, that pan worked wonderfully. Wonderful pan. Okay. You're hired. That's, yeah, you got and the we gig. Two, and we're up to 45. 45. Look how deep our gang is. Because of the quality of the, the video. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so uh, introduce our guest. Yeah, can, can we call you by name? Because sure. that's going to be easier for me. We have with us Alec Anderson. And we met Alec because he sent a message to the Adam Dunn Show Facebook page in what, like September? Yeah, yeah, I'd say it was, yeah, definitely September. And you said, you know, that Kush story that you guys put out with Bubba and Joshi and all that, I can back that up. That's true. 
and I can give you a little more. Is that the... the yeah, rough? that was pretty much along the lines of, of what was going on. And at that moment in time, we were both like, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> well, because, you know... Either it's real or he's scamming us right now. <laughs> well, yeah, so that was our reaction. Yeah. Well, you know, and also I think uh, it's like we're... We kind of also, you know, I think as the closer you get to something, you almost don't want to know, too. You're kind of like, oh, no. Oh, if you resolve it, then all the like, mysteries now go. Now, you know, but I think even... After talking to you, it seems like we've, we've still got some investigating to do in the long run. Yeah, yeah. There, uh, there's definitely some deeper conversations that we could probably get into and um, a little bit of conversations we ha we've had in the past that have triggered memories that I've forgotten about. So I'm, I'm sure there's other things that we could probably end up diving into well, that we, we haven't had, talked about we yet. We had the uh, episode recently with Cornbread, and then he also confirmed. That's where. Well, that's what was interesting because that was off the air, so no one, no one actually heard that. Oh, but good, yeah. yeah, we so. we on the back end when we talked to Cornbread Rick because there's always been this weird thing that like man that TK is a lot like the Kush, mm -hmm. and the the sort of disputed angle has been well the Kush is from California but the TK is from Florida, mm -hmm. uh, and. We did recently that episode with Cornbread Ricky, and he obviously is the one sort of known for bringing the TK out there. Uh -huh. um, and uh, no, I think we're good on the mic distance. I'm looking at the levels here. I'm okay. pulling the kid. Uh, and so, you know, it's always bounced around in my head that these things are possibly related. So I figured I'd throw the name out there to Cornbread. And I said, hey, you don't by any chance know of a guy called Alec. And he said, yeah, I know Alec. That, or I know of Alec, that, that mm -hmm. the stories overlap, that that was part of his world. And you and I were just speaking earlier, and you, you said you'd never met him. Right. But uh, when I mentioned that, you know, he did tattoos, because he said right. on the show he kind of got his And the circle of, of, of people involved kind of brings the connection with all of that. You know, and that's, that's I think, where the depth of, of the stories overlapping and, and all of us getting closer to the truth it, it's or it's, the origin really things right. are ringing bells and that's yeah. that's what's awesome so it does sound like adam's mic is off which uh that's not good. I'll, I'll work on that adam <laughs> work on that but uh hopefully everyone can hear our guest here alec and uh i don't really have uh the kids oh here we go you're line seven eight adam for some reason uh you're not coming in alec since you're on a, a time limit here i'm just going to dive into this and yeah. uh we'll have one of our two capable Probably more technologically capable guy try to figure out why Adam's mic is off. Um, Ooh, there's a, there's a test. There's, there's a, test. a good test. Now, we know that this mic was on because I was able to record on it before. Yeah, this is 3-4. So, Adam, if you want to just cord swap. Yeah, for now. So, uh, look at this. we got a whole team of people working here. So, Alec, we, what the new place will be like. you have quite the tech department going yeah, on. Now here. we got a department. This is true. <laughs> so, um, as I said, we, we connected some dots, enough dots to make it worth listening to your story, I feel like. Chicky, right? Yeah, I appreciate that. Now we're on? Uh, we should be good. We should be good. Yeah. Adam, just talk? Yo, yo. Yeah, your levels are coming in, homie. Sweet. Cool. You know I'm what's back. interesting, um, mentioning the TK in Florida from my old circle that was involved, you know, with the original Kush and all that sort of stuff. Um, what we were getting was called Blue Triangle. Okay. And um, it wasn't until later on, right before I moved here, that I started hearing of the Triangle. So, like, my original crew from back in the 90s all had this Blue Triangle that used to come out of South Florida that was... And now you were based out of Orlando, right? Orlando. Right. And then... 
let's bring let's connect some of the dots here because you, you do have to skip but we should put a little meat on the bones sure so now you came to us because you know Bubba and Fuji and that crew who, yes without a doubt are the guys who brought it out to Joshi in the west coast and who in turn put it out to Oregon Kid who in turn put it out to Ghost who in turn put it out to the whole internet yeah I'm, I'm sure I know about you know the first part of that yeah I, I was part of the first part of that um, you know from California on obviously you guys are telling me how that's actually worked out but right. yeah i was i was part of the first part of the story so everyone the cool thing is a lot of us know the second part because a lot of it was online and, and we have done shows about it those guys have been pretty public about it but what's super cool here is this is like the origin story at least closer to right um so talk about you were an orlando guy and yep. bubba and fuji and them were gainesville guys right yeah you know and actually this is I think the first time this story is ever being told live. I've never, I've done it. I've, I've been interviewed in a couple of recordings that haven't been released yet. But this is actually, I think the, the first time. Not trumped, but yeah. That, that this, <laughs> that, yeah, that this story is actually being told publicly, basically. Well, that's that's what we like to do. Um, yeah, I was, uh, it was probably back in 91. Um, I became friends with Bubba up in Gainesville, and, and he and I became pretty good friends, and I would go and spend. So we were like, we were like, how old were you at the time? I think about twenty one or something. I was 22. 20, 20, 20, yeah. Yeah, twenty. You know, nineteen twenty. I knew nineteen twenty. Definitely knew. Definitely knew everything. Definitely knew it all. I was brilliant back then. (laughs) Of course, invincible. I was was brilliant. Right. (laughs) Just to name a few. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Of course. Unstoppable for sure. Yeah. But yeah, um, Matt and I were good buddies. Um, You know, we spent a lot of time together. He was part of my inner circle back then. Fuji was one of his good buddies, too. Um, and the early part of the 90s, we all basically were, um, I wouldn't necessarily say involved, but we're all doing the same thing simultaneously together, and we're all friends, right. you know. How so. was it to run in? Like, how did you meet someone else? Because as, as you said, as Cornbread said, as Bubba said, as everybody said, back then in Florida, you didn't tell anybody that you grew. No, no. And... Um, you know, and that was really kind of the beginning years for me um, before I, like, right around the time where I began to get serious yep. was was 93 was when I was fully serious and fully committed, the end of 92 going into 93. Did you have a couple um, houses or something going? Or? Um, got my first house, but I was young. I was, you know, 20, turning 21 at that time and, and had, a, had a partner involved and... Um, you know, basically financed everything, ran around, worked during the day, hustled at night, worked multiple different jobs to make enough money to, to get started and, you know, read a couple of books and that's how I got started. And, sure. you know, at that point in time, you couldn't Those talk are the magic years. Those are like the magic years too. Like 91 yeah. to 93 were kind of like almost, there were so many legends born on those, oh, yeah. those years. And there's just kind of the, I think it was the, the fact that we all, there, there was a, a whole group of people that wanted something better or more you know absolutely and it was like you know kind of tired of the imported weed and mm-hmm. it was just definitely and it, and it was also not being from california you know absolutely what I mean? and not having that access to that outdoor kind of just normal oh it, it I mean, was of the course, beginning it was the beginning of the transition I mean, from the regs the regular weed sure. you know into the hydro and then in florida we had the crippy which was like the super dope like that was the weed that you wanted but it was super expensive and you typically could only get one gram of it at a time <laughs> yeah and it's i mean it's still to this day do people still call it crippy there regularly can, Just, you, can you help us unpack crippy so cornbread ricky was kind of our florida guy now we got now we got two okay. florida guys and he was 
And there's this whole pretty recent, I first saw the theory on Facebook maybe two years ago that Krippy is where OG came from, etc. Then, uh, or where Kush or TK, so it's very confusing, right? And the Florida Krippy is supposedly this ancient OG predecessor in the past few years. Uh-huh. Cornbread Ricky goes, no way, Krippy was from Gainesville, totally different shit, uh, and nothing like it. What's, what's your... Okay, so crippy was a generic term for any weed that was super fire. And, um, you know, like I was saying before, you had the regular outdoor weed. Then you had the hydra that you knew was grown hydroponically or indoor cultivated that was good. Definitely better than, than anything outdoor. But then you had the crippy that was the super fire. So crippy was, was before Kush. Crippy was before OG, any of that. It was a generic term for fire weed. Right. basically yeah and that's something I we've always had that kind of that's always been thrown around enough i live when i like i said like when i was living in florida too it was very generic in the sense but at a certain point you know uh some some stuff became more prevalent than others because some of this kind of like the term chronic which yeah. was a strain or sure well, who, mm-hmm. but then it's chicken or the egg right did someone name right. a strain that because it was a great term or etc yeah, I'm sure they're. I'm sure the the name just gets thrown on all sorts of stuff. Yeah, how many? Uh, and and to figure out the origin of those, wow, you know. Like, and, and was do you think it was mostly grown there in Florida though, or was it coming in from other places? Um, yeah, I would say it was all Florida. I mean, Florida had a very early hydroponic scene, um, very early on that that spread pretty quickly throughout Florida. Um, Right when I moved to Colorado about five or six years ago, there were stats out that Florida was actually the largest indoor cultivated state of any state in the nation. And so there was a very... Because everybody big, has ACs there too, so it's so normal to have like <laughs> just giant ACs on or your place. plants grow like it's a prehistoric jungle. Right. And like, not necessarily big grows like you see on the west of the country, yeah. but just a, a, a lot, lot of, of them. Right. You know, an abundance of them. It, it definitely became a, a, an indoor cultivation state. For sure. sure. A lot of Cubans growing down there, A too. lot of Cubans <laughs> yeah, in Florida. Say that. And now all that <laughs> Cuban haze, was that indoor or outdoor? Um, you know, pretty much when the haze was coming around. The black, as, uh, as Corbett Ricky called yeah, it. Yeah, well, you know, and it depends regionally where you were. Where I was, all of the haze was indoor, for sure. I mean, there was no no doubt. Sure. You know, and, you know, most of it was that we got was G13. That was the big one in the it's 90s. G13 that, yeah, it would just come in boatloads. You know, huh? So, um, literal boatloads, literal boatloads. Probably, boat I mean, it was Florida. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know? that's the Florida. Maybe shiploads. History. Who knows? I mean, that was the old. Florida. Where they farmed them on ships, actually, oil well, tankers off it, the coast. I've heard that would, story. That would be a good move, that's for sure. <laughs> so let's let's since since you really got to bounce soon. Yeah. Damn, we need we need we need you for longer, and we will. And for everyone listening, we're gonna have a full length interview with Alec recorded, played this Wednesday at our usual time slot. It won't be live. Sure. We're gonna record it, but. Yeah. We're going to get the full story. So to zero it back down, you were linked in with those guys kind of through the Florida growing scene. Yeah. And then I mentioned to you the, the triangle cushion, the white. Right. And so tell me what, what, where that rings a bell to you. Um, uh, that's definitely uh, – that, that became common um, after Kush. Okay. And um, I, I honestly can't tell you. There's a lot of people that say it's the same thing. A lot of people say it came from the same thing. Sure. I definitely can't tell you. I've never grown the white myself. Um, definitely grown 
the Kush for a long, long time. Have you grown the Triangle Kush? Um, not, but I've seen plants from other people that have told me that's what it is, and the, those plants didn't look the same. Hmm. Um, but I can't confirm it. I, mean, uh, I, I didn't do it myself, um, so I'm definitely not the guy to confirm the story of the Triangle Kush. Now, that was and never the, around. And, and the you didn't come across it a lot. No, that was much later than the Kush. I see. Much later. I mean, that was late 90s, you know, um, actually maybe early 2000s even versus the Kush was, I had that since 92 probably. Okay. And then, so, I mean, plenty of chances for S1s out there from the random miracle. Got a miracle. So I don't want to peel back too far into the history of the Kush because we only got 10 minutes to talk about it right now. Sure. But, um... Let's at least give the audience something to chew on till Wednesday. Okay. The story we know so far is that Bubba's brother found a bag seed of the Kush, and so you want to just dig right into the beginning of it. Well, yeah. let's play it backwards. From okay, you knew Bubba. How did uh-huh. you become acquainted with the Kush? Um, I was the guy that had the bag that had the seed in it that grew it the first time. Oh. So I was the one that that grew, and it wasn't. Should we get into what the plant really was? Yeah, the name of the plant and all that. Let's okay. do that right now. All right. So the original plant that was grown um, wasn't called Kush, and it was it was actually grown by another gentleman in South Florida. Um, you know, there was South about Florida. A, if we're trying to connect dots, we'll leave that alone sure, for now. South Florida. Okay. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, one plant was grown. It. Do you know where uh, that plant came from? Was that that originally come from a bag seed? That's that's unknown. Unknown. That's okay. unknown. So, okay. so that that plant was called Supernaut, and um, or at least that's what we were calling it. It was Supernaut. It yielded about a quarter of a pound. Um, I was lucky enough to get an ounce, and out of that ounce, I kept an eighth. And lo and behold, a seed popped out. The interesting thing is, um, the Supernaut originally was a more blonde-looking plant. And, um, you know, because the, the Kush can have a little bit of a golden hue to it, depending on how it's grown. That one definitely had more of a gold hue and, a, and more of a sweet, slightly fruity aroma to it. Whereas that seed, that phenotype of the Kush, when it was grown, um, and I'll get into some misnomers that, that are out there right now, um, was very musky. A very strong musk, almost burnt cinnamon aroma. Mm-hmm. The original Kush. People, there, there's all over the web. People are saying that oh, it smells like pine from pine saw. Yeah. Well, the pine saw um, attachment to it had nothing to do with pine. It had more to do with the muskiness of the pine saw. Because pine saw doesn't, it's not really pine that we're smelling. It's, it's the muskiness that. of it. Mm-hmm. So when a lot of websites report it as having a pine flavor, it does not. It has a musk flavor, the real original Kush, a, right. like a burnt cinnamon, cinnamon musk. And, and then uh, coincidentally enough, what is the title track to this show called? Supernaut? called Supernauts. Supernauts. Yeah. That's actually the... Ministry the, song, so the beginning, beginning part before it gets into the into the ganja story. So that was kind of interesting. I was like, really? Oh, that's cool. At least we picked the right name. And I actually like the name a lot, too. So now there's going to be about 500 Supernauts out there. Right, right. So yes. This is the original oh, Supernaut. Oh, Supernaut clones for sale right now. Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> just came up. Did it pop up? Five yeah. grand? Oh, perfect. Uh, could, you, could you actually buy me a cut real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so when you... You've, you obviously didn't originally call it 
push when you pop the no. seed out of something you called supernaught, right? Yeah, no, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. So, you know, I had it as supernaught, and it, and it basically over the next six to eight months or so, um, maybe it was within the next year, uh, it was Fuji's brother that basically would come over to Fuji's house, and this was unbeknownst to me. Um, and he used to basically look at it and call it Kush berries, apparently. Um, and you know, and Fuji just, was like, "This doesn't taste like berry." And he was like, "No, meaning like the way that it grows, it grows like small knots of little, berries." Right. You know, that's what he was meaning. So he's like, "Drop the berry," and he's like, "Give me the Kush, give me the Kush." So the name actually didn't get changed from me. It got changed on the sidelines and came back around mm -hmm. to me. That then, pretty soon after, all of my friends were calling it Kush. So I was like, all right, fuck it, it's Kush. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right. So um, Kush, to be absolutely clear, this Kush, what everybody knows as the OG Kush on the West Coast, on the East Coast, it's just Kush, um, has nothing to do with Hindu Kush. When it was taken, when, when, when Baba took it from Gainesville in 95 and moved out to LA with it, um, you know, he was marketing it, telling everybody that it was Kush people automatically assumed because it was Kush and there is a Hindu Kush that this was the Hindu Kush. Right. Absolutely nothing to do with that. So where did Fuji's all. brother get the word Kush berries from? Does anyone have an idea? You'll have to ask Fuji that. That's a great question. Um, you know, I, the assumption, and there was some talk before about, you know, when he was smoking it, it made him want to sink into the couch. Yeah, that's, and, what I, that's what we heard is the cushy couch story The cushy point. couch story and... <laughs> and that also led, you know, back in Florida in the days, everything was talked about in code, right. you know, and so our code word for Kush on the phone was cushion. You know, hey, buddy, what's up? If you get any cushions, you want to bring so them you, over? You did, you know. You did, you, everybody, that was So it, ju it just, all of this kind of organically happened. Okay. There was no an initial intention for any of this, the name to be changed for any sure. of that. It just all organically happened. And so early on, we were... We were spelling Kush with C U S H because Which, of uh, many many being, people still do. You see so here's what's confusing. And, and that's Cecil B's that green crack is yeah. made from a cut called Kush with a C. Right. And in but Florida, is that the same cut? I don't know. I haven't seen it, but if I see it, I can definitely tell you if it's a cut because that's the one plant I've grown the most of in my life because right. I grew it for probably 10, 15 years solid. Right. You know. But no, it is one of those, down. and it's one of those. Uh, you see it more. It's kind of like cannabis. I mean, it drives me nuts, though. Too. It's like because if they, it'd be cool if it was the original. If that, that was the point, like it actually was the one time it got released. You know what I mean? It was there, and all of a sudden the guy held on to it for that long. It'd be great, but it's usually just pure ignorance that they don't even know that it's out there. You know, no one's looked it up. But like cannabis, when it's spelled like with a bus at the end, like cannabis. Uh -huh. I'm like, oh my god! And sometimes I see people who are like, been doing this for a long Shouldn't time. They're like. Really, really, is that what it says? You know, but yeah, those are there's a there's a few of those. So looking at there. a story about Cecil B's Kush to just uh -huh. dash that as every time I bring it up, it's not right. And Cecil C's Kush, uh -huh. um, that is the green crack, um, but also no, it's it's known what it is. It has no connection. Just happened to also be called Kush with a C, which doesn't make things any easier. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, and that that was interesting. It wasn't until I came out to the West. And because I was, I was even confused because I heard of people, you know, 
basically using a K to spell it. And we, I just assumed we were using a C in the beginning because cushion was our code word for it. Right. I was confused about it. And <laughs> I was the guy that grew that pheno for the first time. Right. So, were know, there so other it was, it's kind too? of ironic. There was just one seed, right? So there was, was one no, seed. There's no cushion. There's one seed. The whole, the whole OG lineage, all of that. The OG happened in California. Right. When Burger moved Kush out there, it was just Kush. After a few years, I guess everybody was calling miscellaneous Bud Kush in order to try and sell it. And so he decided to distinguish it. He, he renamed it the OG Kush. Now, my questions, I guess, you got to leave in three minutes, by the way. So maybe yeah. I should hold my questions for when you come back. Okay. I think that's if, enough to let people marinate for a few days. Yeah, yeah? I think, yeah I'm pretty sure they'll think that might be interesting to just kind of follow up on and see what that yeah. leads to you know and people like, can go back to the episode with Bubba, which is on youtube and the then, origins of og kush and, and then and maybe they can pull up two screw two like two windows and then you know get real crazy and maybe <laughs> we can do that maybe you can Whoa. drop it in behind that you never know hey we're, we're getting more advanced we have people shaking their head yes yes they can do this yeah. not the opposite and look at the like, eyes too the eyes are eager you don't have to squish do you that's the ab department hey, over there that's a good deal yeah so, all right. Well, on that note, we're at 4.58, so we're a half hour in. you got to bounce. i got to bounce. Alec cool. Anderson, thank you for coming and sharing. A pleasure. Thank pleasure. you guys so much. We'll talk to you Me. soon. Definitely. Nice one. And then uh, the intern will uh, escort, you escort, you out. escort you out to make sure you're safe. <laughs> uh, you might want to leave a butt or two behind, though. <laughs> Those, everything in there was phenomenal, by the way. Yeah, I want to taste uh, a little more of that. Hey, you want to try the choice. You want to try the Gorilla Glue 5? Oh, wow, number yeah. five. Yeah. yeah. If you want a number four, I'll take a number five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a, a limited stash that went from Vegas to Cali right to here. Right. But that was awesome. Let me just give you a few pieces to taste. Oh, nice. Enough to twist some up, yeah? Absolutely. Nice. Mm. So, uh, that was good to trade good bud. And that's that's from the guys who made it. Caught them out in Cali. Nice. And, yeah, and you know that we're also working with... So basically these two were... These are your official two flavors. Yeah, already, yeah, yeah. So. That's, that's Team Dark Horse. Team nice. You want to do shout-outs now? I guess so, since we're looking at Yeah, let's segue ways. it. So shout-outs. We'll start with Dark Horse Genetics. A little out of order, but let's do it. Uh, All right, let's because we're looking at let's the Bruce a, Banner. Let's take a bud and try it out. We'll yeah, of course. So we have. Dark Horse, of course, the home of the Bruce Banner. Still working the Banner line. And now working with Gorilla Glue uh, for breeding purposes uh, internationally and for uh, clones, seeds, and all that in Colorado. Hence the bud of the five in our I, and I love them both. Love them both. And uh, we're going to start hopefully getting a couple mixy matches going on. Nice. Uh, you know, get get something. We'll break 35% THC soon, hopefully. I want to be in on that. That's a, that, that's, that's a good club to get into. That's a good club, yeah. you know. Yeah. The 40% club cool. would be the nice one. Hey, we'll see you soon, yeah, uh, obviously. Thank you guys so much. And start thinking back oh look for some photos too oh yeah that'd be awesome yeah. cool cool uh, <laughs> let's keep doing let's keep rolling with the shout outs though shout out to yep. uh, way to grow our number one since the beginning taking day, care, day take, numero now taking care of business and taking care of everybody who goes in there you need lights you need you know uh, it's, it's funny because every time I'm in there the guys are like oh man we steer so many people onto your discount I'm like alright I like to hear that he's like anybody who's in there is kind of like on the fence about getting a discount or you know getting in and getting into account they're like it's kind of like when you go to the supermarket and they're like, whatever. And they scan their own thing. It's like if you were that, yeah, you know, if you were that guy, just like, oh, the golden thing. But no, it's great to see because 
the guys are like saying like are they discount the people go like what you know and uh, you can do that at all the locations all seven of them uh, my favorite 1051 Platte River because uh, they got the concentrate corner so if you need any gear for making concentrates that's your spot and Aaron, all their stores right now they have their lucky 13th anniversary sale going ah, on finally new sales Yay. yeah whip it premium butane five bucks a can vermifier potting soil 13 bucks a bag extra sun thousand watt hps 25 bones t5 bulbs six bucks that's good that's the play this time go stock up on t5 bulbs (laughs) yeah they got tons of them go stock up it's always nice when you do that too because it's like uh it's classic because everybody's like nobody really labels the dimes they put them in and they don't really you mix and match and stuff and then all of a sudden when you put new ones in you're like well that's a huge difference you know what i mean fixture at once yeah Yeah, Yeah, i mean because it sucks when you're like oh get a couple and you got a couple like yeah, bam. But go 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 big. Go in there and grab it all. And then uh, while you're there, grab some candy for the kid who's not here. He's out grabbing candy. That's probably and where he's at. Now, I believe we're going to have to change our wording because, as Cheesecake Lady would tell us if we could get a hold of her, call, you can't call it candy anymore in Colorado. Okay. Starting in June. Okay. Some because kids will want it. As okay. we already know. Okay, that's right. So there's so, going to be Incredibles ed- handcrafted ed- edibles. Exactly. They Artisanal. Have they have gummies. <laughs> None of those are candy. Absolutely They're not. They're definitely not candy. There's chocolates and gummies. <laughs> that are absolutely... Only for grown-ups. <laughs> Grow gross. Yeah. They have grown-up flavors like affogato, habanero. Kids don't like habanero. No, they shouldn't. But we, grown-ups, habanero strawberry. Not a problem. Oh, bomb. Love that. Not a problem. Not a problem. Won't really mention all those other awesome flavors because they all sound pretty good for kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come up with another. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. They're all pretty, pretty yummy. Tasty. The Kiba Bar. Yeah, it's all healthy. That's too healthy for kids. Kids don't like kids healthy don't like, things. They will. They will resist. They'll be like, "Ooh, this is so healthy." Yeah. So, um, but you can find all the flavors if you go to IncrediblesColorado.com. And did, did Cheesecake Lady tell us about the reality of the printing on the things? Are they ever going to? Is that happening? Or that's not? in the rules for. It I is believe happening. It's June. Yeah, I just got an update. I'll actually read that at the end of the news roll. That's crazy stuff right there. That's um, that. That's a little insanity. Has to have the stop sign that says yeah. THC. Which makes you want to go more and more. Yeah. No, it's going to be a yield it's like sign. A it's line. a yield sign now, isn't it? <laughs> they changed it to a yield. I'll, I'll pull it up they, at the, at the they end. Had, the they decided the other one was a little too extreme. And, of course, with Incredibles, don't forget Incredibles Extracts. Uh, Do you ever find that awesome sample that you got from D-Money? No, I'm pretty sure we left it up there because I was uh, all tired. And Well, check out last week's episode. D- oh, D-Money told us about the new flavors, too. Doesn't sound like a kid's flavor. What was it? Mint pistachio. That doesn't sound like a kid's flavor of chocolate bar. But uh, also, yeah, Incredibles Extracts bringing on some new flavors. We tried that orange soda. That's their new drop. And oh my god, that's that going to be the next hype shit. That was awesome. Uh, it was like just enough citric to hold you there, but then not like, uh, you know, all the other. It's weird. It kind of fell out and it was super nice. And it totally orange soda, a yeah. little creamy, but yeah, it was, totally. It was uh, fire. Of course, we got to go big, big shout out to Build a Soil. Jeremy there. Uh, Jeremy, wish we saw him in Cali. We didn't. No. Nope. Uh, we, we didn't see Way to Grow in Cali. We saw Dark Horse and Incredibles in Cali. Was, there was no way to grow out there. No. No, okay. That's but good reason we, saw build a, we didn't see Build the Soil. Wish we did. Hopefully we'll see Jeremy again on the show soon. Mm-hmm. We need a new topic. We've kind of covered it all. No, we could not have. What? There's always something new. If someone wants to see a specific organics topic. Now that they've found, what was those gravitational waves? We can go. We, there's got to be a whole new subject. Oh, right? yeah, of course. We, I'm sure we have experts on those. <laughs> well, we have something. There's something. There's some new angle. Or, Speaking of new angles. What? You got that thing? 
What's the thing? Your patented machine. Which one? The electromagnetic booster deucer. Booster deucer? That the guy gave you at the cup. Oh, yeah, I do, actually. We're just probably, like, fucking up your, your recordings or something. That's why everything didn't work today. That's why. Uh, uh, uh. Here it comes. No, it's not. Not in there. Anyway, check out Build the Soil, buildthesoil.com for all your organics. Uh, if you're looking for... Oh, he's got it over there. Great. We'll talk about that when we get back from the jump. Uh, if you're looking for to build your own soil, if you're looking to make compost teas, you're looking to start worm farming, you're looking to start composting, hell, if you just want to know about all this stuff... Go to buildthesoil.com, contact them, 855-877-SOIL, and uh, Jeremy will hook you up. Uh, he loves to talk on the phone about this stuff. He loves to email about this stuff. He loves to come and talk on the show about this stuff. So hopefully what Adam's doing isn't like distorting our video. Is it field. burning up all the radio waves here? I don't know. It's destroying everything. Everything's Apparently destroyed. Apparently it's the most powerful thing on the planet. Should I put it on my computer? I don't know. It might make it go better. It could. It could. He supposedly makes it go better. All right, look, my CPU usage is sinking. I can also see... No. Uh, yeah, it's down to 19%. Wow. It, did it really do something? I can't say it's definitely doing it. So what we have here... In turn... Wait, let's see if it goes back. Oh, it's back up to 25%. No way. I'm fuck, not kidding. Look are, at it, man. Are you kidding 22, me? 23, and I'm going to put it back on. 26, it's on. 25. 30. Now it's up to 30. Wait. Wait. 20? That's the lowest it's been in a minute. Stabilize it. Where's the CPU? CPU is like right here. <laughs> Put it directly over it. Oh my it might be coincidental. Intern, <laughs> go show this thing to the camera. Show that thing. It's so, what explain it what again? that... Th I was going to ask you. Do you have you? the guy's card? No. He started explaining it to me, and I was like, you know what? This is exactly the sort of thing Adam needs to hear about. Exactly. So a gentleman came up to our booth, and he, he we were at the Dark Horse booth, and, and there's a back, a banner on the back. I did find this Bruce though. Banner, twenty-eight point three percent THC or twenty-eight point seven, whatever they tested that. No, that's, uh, oh, that's crazy guy. Yeah, that's who we're talking about. No, a different one. Crazy oh. guy. There's a lot of crazy guys. So, um, hold on, hold on, maybe. So this guy close. comes up and he goes, twenty-eight percent THC. That's a lot. And I go, yeah, it's pretty high. He, he goes, goes, how would you like to boost that by twenty-five percent? And I go, okay. Yes, yeah, so you. I'm willing to hear your crazy pitch. Let's go. And he goes, well, I have this patented device. And now I'm really interested because usually someone's trying to sell you something in a bottle, something that you wouldn't necessarily call a device. So now they got this patented device. Uh, and uh, he, I ask him to see it. And he pulls out what looks kind of like fancy soap. Would you say, Wait, intern, what do you, hop on a mic. What, you've never seen this before. What does this look like? Yeah, fancy soap is what I'd say. Fancy With soap. metal in it. But it's yeah. not soap. It just looks like it's, fancy it's soap resin. for robots. It's resin. Yeah. It looks like fancy soap. Are my CPUs, by the way, we're at 32. I put the thing on it. They are down to 22. This thing is awesome. Down to 20. Like, I got a bunch of weirdos, but I don't have that. Kind of Not that what, particular. What was his name again? I don't know. Is Hopefully the guy? device is no, telling him. No, no I, might have, I have a card that might be his uh. at my house. So anyway, uh, this thing supposedly is a device that produces electromagnetic energy to your root zone. And when he was describing it, I was like, oh, cool, electroculture. That's pretty neat. I'm interested in that stuff. But then he pulls out what looks like weird robot soap. And supposedly you bury it in your root zone. And it increases your resin production, THC, he said, by 25%. This kid's believing it, I can tell already. But just by He's got look. dreads, that's why. <laughs> Rub your look. dreads on it. He's got, look the what look. It does. He's got the look of a believer right it's there. It's definitely helping my CPU. So they told us that they put one on their electrical 
line to the house or some shit. And it was the, one of those mirror. It's definitely you know, it does everything for everything. If you wear it over your heart chakra, it's gonna balance your whole body. If you if you do this, it's doing things. It's, it's, your hair is growing, dude. Whoa! This is amazing. Um, so we have this thing. I'm gonna put it under the jar of weed here. Everybody's card, but his. That's, I got tissue culture lab guy. I got. That gave me kind of a headache, actually. I got to be honest. Maybe I should do it the other way around. Oh, there you go. Did you wait. You turned you counterclockwise. Yep. Counterclockwise. Going, now I'm going counterclockwise. That's because uh, you know your better. head's backwards, right side, left side, all that. Anyway. Anyway. You want to do news? Uh, sure. Let me get. Let me pull up. Uh, Sound play. Sound play, of course. Sound play. Sound play. Sound play. Um, you got a pretty interesting, no. pretty interesting guy there that we had. Yeah, so so he gave us this thing, and hopefully it's gonna do something cool. He was abs- the guy that he brought his grower, quote unquote. That was interesting. He met him at like the DMV or something. <laughs> yeah, he met him at the DMV, and the guy was one of those really like kind of, kind of like looked like a. NorCal version of uh, what's that cartoon <laughs> from Texas with those propane guys or whatever oh, Hank Hill yeah it looked kind of like that kind of character yeah, totally. from NorCal but you know in human form let's say <laughs> he didn't say much he was like hur, hur. and I was like so you grow and he's like yeah and then I asked Mitch Mitch is like he grows five plants it's like all right well that's not a NorCal grower that you really want to use to test your stuff you want a guy who actually you know grows hundreds of plants and maybe can take because apparently that guy buried it and it was phenomenal the result 25 percent 25 yeah 25 percent increase in thc which if you're <laughs> so the moral of the story is yeah you get cool things at cannabis cup and maybe they work and maybe they don't um but what was the news i was just going to tell you adam i said i was going to mix it in with the news 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 uh, um, i lost it let's see anyway dread might come down to the show so that'll be oh, that'd cool. be He's good back in town did you call him uh, no, he's in the chat room. I told oh, him come, come down. Come We're here. Down. Play news, news, news. We got people watching. I'm trying, dude. That's oh, the internet's so slow. All right, guys. So I'm going to lay this out for you. If you haven't noticed, kid's not here right now. He's got a lot of squishing to do. Uh, we have interns. We don't have a tech intern yet, though. That's the only issue. Uh, so we're working on that. In the meantime, we're going to do a... We already tested it. That's why we were a little late today. A somewhat bootleg Skype. We'll be able to Skype with you guys, take your calls. Uh, Friday, we're kind of, as we said, trying to do a casual session. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. And then on Wednesday, in our normal time slot, we're going to have an in-depth pre-recorded interview with Alec Anderson all about the Kush, that whole story, uh, the dispensary. He started out here in Colorado. Uh, and, you know, everything like that. Uh, in the meantime, intern, you want to introduce yourself? Did you do this before? Yeah, no, I introduced myself last week. I'm Kyle. Kyle, there you go. Do it still again. Kyle. Don't, not to me. Oh, do it to hey, the yeah, camera. camera. There you go. Still Kyle. You, Kyle, well. the intern. Okay, so yeah. we, got new, we got new tech guys on, sort of, kind of, sort of, coming on board. We're working on it. We can bring them up. You want we can bring him can up. Have, we can have him intro. Come on. See, here's the thing, though. There's a commitment. If they see you, you got to keep doing this. It's okay. You know, I've, I'm pretty sure some people have already seen me. So Cool. How's it going, everybody? My name is Chris Cook. And He's going to be responsible for making the show look good. Yeah. Pretty, pretty. I'm a polisher. I will polish anything. Polish a turd. Polish a turd. If you can yeah, polish a turd, you can work for it. us. You, can, you weren't going to say it, but you were thinking it. Well, you know. You Tim Martin, you want to grab an Uber and roll down? Go ahead, do it. Go ahead. 
Go ahead. Do it. Let's do it. It's Friday. Do it. It's Friday. Do it. Bring beer. No. I was just going to say bring beer. And I was like, that's Tim Martin. I can't tell him to bring beer. But yeah, Tim, bring no, beer. No, it's okay, no. Tim. I got beer coming. Don't worry. Good. With people who actually drink beer still. Good. Win win. Okay. We don't want to push him over the edge now. Like, like he'll feel like he's part of the True that. drink crew. Right on. You got, that, you got that? No, lineup? I can't pull it up. What for is going on? What, what do you have to do? Always sunny. You gotta just Google news, news, I news. Did. Always sunny. I know. I did. Anyway, can I just read the news? Yeah. Well, sure. Kid's not here. It's out. All right. Here's the news. Uh, Australia th- uh, brought to you by Kyle Inter. Australia is set it? to yes. He did this. He did it again. Yes, it's he his did job. It again, too. He did Don't it again. Don't get angry. That's what he's supposed <laughs> no, to do. No, but you know, most people are just like, oh, yeah, I did it once. I totally spaced. No, but. we're good. Psyched because we were Psyched, we'll yes. go for three weeks too. Ah, this is amazing. Like at the, when we were out there, I couldn't believe it. When we were out there. I was then like, he sent it to me for the show. I was like, we're not was doing, doing the shock. I was like, this doesn't happen. People don't come through. All right, news, news, right. news, 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 news. Let's news, 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 news. Australia is set to legalize cultivation of medical cannabis. Australia is expected to legalize the cultivation of cannabis for medical or scientific purposes with the bill introduced to Parliament on Wednesday, the first step towards doctors eventually prescribing it to patients with chronic pain. Found it. The the bill will see Australia create a national licensing and permit scheme to supply medical cannabis to patients with painful and chronic conditions on clinical trials. Several Australian states have committed to starting trials for the cultivation of cannabis for medical and research purposes, but current laws forbid the growing of the plant. As a result, Australian manufacturers, researchers, and patients on clinical trials have been forced to access international supplies of legit medicinal marijuana. Oh, that says legal medicinal marijuana. <laughs> Not legit sounded legit. weird. Yeah. <laughs> but cause limited supply and export barriers. Oh, auto scroll. Limited supply and export barriers. Not no, it auto scrolled me. Good, it was kind of sucked anyway. What? Australia's letting it. You have it. Kind of, but you're not into it. Okay, they just need to grow their own. Pull the trigger. All right, ready? Where is it? Come on, trigger. Touch the screen. I know. Touch it again. California's Adult Use of Marijuana Act, endorsed by the California Medical Association. The California Medical Association announced this week that they, they formal, formally endorsed the Adult Use of Marijuana Act, a marijuana legalization measure likely to hit the ballot November 2016. Quote, the California Medical Association believes the Adult Use of Marijuana Act is a comprehensive and thoughtfully constructed measure that will allow state officials to better protect public health by clarifying the role of physicians, controlling and regulating marijuana use by responsible adults, and keeping it out of the hands of children, says CMA President Steve Larson, MD. Under the AUMA, adults 21 years and older would be allowed to possess up to one ounce of marijuana and cultivate up to six plants for personal use. It would also regulate and tax the production, manufacture, and sale of marijuana for adult use and rewrite the criminal penalties to reduce common marijuana felonies to misdemeanors. The measures campaign is currently gathering 365,888 signatures to qualify the measure for November's general election. California Lieutenant Governor Gavin Newsom has already endorsed the AUMA, and has, as has former Facebook President Sean Parker. The CMA, an influential lobby, lobbying group that represents more than 40,000 members throughout the state, believes the initiative will help in the monitoring, research, and regulation of marijuana to in turn protect public health and reduce the number of non-symptomatic patients in the state's medical marijuana system. 
Quote, medical marijuana should be strictly regulated like medicine to ensure safe and appropriate use by patients with legitimate health concerns, and adult-use marijuana should be regulated like alcohol, says Larson. This measure, along with the recently passed medical marijuana bills, will ensure the state of California does both, with the public health and public interest being paramount concerns. Outside of the regulation and public health, the AUMA is an important move for California from a business perspective. The 572,726 medical marijuana users in California only represent 1.49% of the state's population, but have still managed to generate 59 to 109 million in tax revenue over an eight-month period for the state. We can keep going, but I think it's time for Adam to play news, news, news again because we don't usually do the articles that. Long. That's too long. Well, Cali's going to be Regulation City. That's I mean, it's going to go. It's going to be like here. Here we go. Daily Mail. Let's be skeptical because it is from the UK. Oh, it must be death. Death amongst kids reduced to reveal thousand a month. The impact of <laughs> cannabis laws so far. Yeah. Use of marijuana is increasing among adults, but decreasing in teens. Which is their big pet peeve, always. They're all salty about the teenagers. <laughs> More adults are using cannabis since laws were introduced to legalize the drug, experts have revealed. Meanwhile, fewer teenagers are turning to the drug. There's been a decrease in marijuana-related arrests, but an increase in admissions for addiction treatment. A team of scientists led by Dr. Jane Where Maxwell in England? from the University of Texas at Austin oh, okay. and Bruce here. Mendelson of the Denver Office of Drug Strategy reviewed data looking at how marijuana laws have affected rate of use of the drug. In recent years, a number of states have legalized possession and use of small amounts of cannabis, while several others have, quote, decriminalized the drug. I don't know why they quote that. That's weird. Uh, as of June last year, 23 states and the District of Columbia currently have laws legalizing marijuana in some form. Cannabis is legal for uh, legal of recreational use, okay, in Washington State, Oregon, Alaska, and Colorado, as well as the District of C Columbia. The drug is legalized for medical use, and they're just going to list all the states here. That's un unnecessary. Data from the National Survey of on Drug Use and Health reveal that over the past decade, Marijuana use has increased significantly among adults aged 18 to 25 and those aged 26 and older. Dr. Maxwell and Dr. Mendelson note these trends could have begun before 2012, when Colorado and Washington became the first states to legalize the drug. Meanwhile, cannabis... It's always just that when people are ready to say they smoke. That's pretty much what it comes down to. It's like, don't trust any survey that says, hey... Do you do this illegal activity? Yeah. Yeah. Like they I don't love it. How can they expect the numbers to ever not be skewed? You know. So the reality is, when it becomes legal, more people are like, "Yeah, I smoke weed." Well, here's it's one like, that maybe not a big deal anymore. So you can you say to your doctor, you don't care. You're not all scared. You, you know? got a newsy newsy. Yeah. Cool. Let's drop it. Hold on, dude. We can do this show. Yeah, this is it. All we need to do is. <laughs> That's it. Show's ready to go. Study finds teen marijuana use doesn't decrease IQ. So maybe it doesn't matter. The less teens are using it, but the ones who are, their IQs aren't getting decreased. We've gone over this story before, but the intern has emailed it to me twice, so he really wants me to read it. It's okay. We'll, get, we'll, we'll skim it. Cumulative marijuana use Look at throughout the teenage angle. years does not adversely affect measured intelligence quotient. When did the intern start smoking? Of course, yeah, intern, on the mic. <laughs> chop, chop. How old were you? 
Yeah, when did I start smoking? Yeah. yeah. 15. So your IQ is not adversely affected. You seem Hopefully like, not. You seem stuck around 15, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to not have changed. It hasn't hurt it, at least. It's I kept really it. Matured. It's, it's pickled it at that exact age. Perfect. Our research, are I you, always think stoners are you making a new 16. kid? No. Well, you know, i got to break them don't before you. Break em. <laughs> gotta break don't them. break them. we got to break them. don't break them down. Salt. No, we don't what break happened to the last one? I thought that's it the whole point. It got salty. I mean, we got to like. No, don't salt the fresh meat. The salt. Don't let. Yeah. Don't salt the fresh meat all right the vegan shouldn't make meat but i feel all stoners are around 16 anyway sure. we're, we're not you know we obviously have to adapt Do a little bit things <laughs> but if we don't none of us really want to <laughs> we're all pretty stuck there Good cumulative job. marijuana use throughout the teenage years does not adversely affect measured intelligence quotient though according to the findings of the recent study published in the proceedings of the national academy of sciences that's pretty prestigious a researching team headed by Nicholas J. Jackson of the University of Southern California used a longitudinal study to assess the potential effects of marijuana use on the IQ in adolescent identical twins. The 3,066 subjects first had their intelligence measured from the ages of 9 to 12 before marijuana use, and then again between the ages of 17 to 20. The researchers tracked the changes in subjects' IQ test scores to determine the difference in trajectories in cannabis-using twins compared to their non-using counterparts. According to the researchers, so you find twins. You got to find twins where that, one smokes. That you got to like, all right, you get to smoke and you don't for You're like from the age from now yeah. forever, and we need to study you. And don't you guys switch around on us because we will keep an eye on you. We know we know your games. We know you're a little, I'm not smoking, she's smoking. <laughs> Wait a minute, who's who here? Yeah, you switch your How do you switch even know? Clothes. You can't trust yeah, those we, twins. twins. No. I can't trust twins. You don't like twins. I love it. I wish I was. How do you feel I, about I'm, midget twins? Fuck, they'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> not to be one, but just, I mean, what a perfect combo to have. But I love to be a twin, not a midget Fuck, twin. That would be awesome. Let's hear his one. Yeah. Uh, you'd love to be a twin? Yeah, my brother in law always wanted to be a twin. Well, I mean, if you're an identical twin, you got game from when the minute you're born. You're like, everyone's like, oh my God. And then on, later you play twisted things and you can go to school when you want to and they can go to your school and you can switch up and be like, I want to check your shit out. Let me see what you guys are doing. Well, yeah. Get in the middle of their mix and be like, fuck it. I would switch that over to there and then ruin your bro's thing. And you'd be like, dude, <laughs> the bridge is completely wrong. And you'd be like, oh, I don't know how to build bridges. I just went in there and told them they got to switch. Switch these things, you know what I mean? It would be awesome. I think it would be the best thing ever. Yeah. It's like having powers almost, you know? But what if only one smokes, like in this study? I'd be that one. Okay. That's I all, see. That's all I care about. So so what it, they found is that there was no dose-response relationship between cannabis use and IQ decline. Not only that, they reported no significant differences in IQ performing performance among cannabis-using subjects when compared to their non-using twins. This correlation even applied to those who smoked more than 30 times or used marijuana daily for over six months. 30 times in their life or 30 times a day? I think 30 times in their life. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, That's not a test. Oh, intern. What? We we now you got a happy me. Some wire just All fell right. up. Everything's okay. I asked the intern to find me some wacky pot stories. Oh, yeah. No, we got you, that one. You nailed yeah, it. News, 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 news. Yep. Me, do it. I'm excited. News, news, news. Excited. Traditionally, these are, these are the ones that, that Adam reads, but that's in the old, old days. That's oh, old here he is. That's news, 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 news,
police Hot find stoned reason. drug addict ferret alongside its owner during raid on apartment in Russia. Nice. Yes. Russian police who busted yes. in drugs yes. in Moscow oh, yeah, were stunned to find a ferret. ferret lying stoned among the addicts. The ferret's owner told police he had obtained it as a two-month-old kit and that it had taken a liking to hashish after eating part of his stash. The owner, a man named Leosha, said it became addicted and had been joining in on his daily pot and marijuana sessions since. The animal was taken away by welfare protection officers who were called to the flat in the capital, Moscow. They have confirmed that they are working on getting the ferret clean and weaning it off its drug addiction. So they're still giving it a little hash and weaning it. They're hoping that it will... Uh, eventually find a new owner and have a better life and here is the ferret climbing out a pair of bootleg Jordans total total bootleg bootleg like Russian Jordans awesome and he's very Russian lots of photos yeah lots of owners Uh, that's on the Daily Mail just google pot goes the weasel and I'm sure you will find that nice is that Uh, the last of the news or more uh, there's more. The intern stacked me up, man. You want yeah, more? there's as much as you want, or as little as you want. There's as much mm. as you want. Anything good? Should I uh, tell me when? Tell that's me debatable. You want? Let's see. Yeah, debatable. Right? <laughs> no, you shouldn't say that. I should say that. IRS agent marijuana bribery. You want to do right. that? Let's pop it. Let's pop it. Okay. I did the news, so it has to happen now. Ex-IRS agent faces trial on medical marijuana dispensary and bribery charge. A medical marijuana dispensary bribery charge, not in. A former IRS agent in Seattle is set to face trial this week on accusations that he solicited and received a $20,000 bribe from a medical marijuana dispensary. Do we And we have a guest. Oh, we oh the beer. beer run. The beer Yay. Guy. Hey, beer guy's here. That's pretty much the second most important person. So this uh, IRS daytime. agent. Oh, that's pretty smart. Daytime. daytime. Nice. Good yeah. thinking. Good thinking. You guys can hit the nighttime stuff. We'll stay on the CCCC daytime beer. This is okay. Also, shout out to Lagunitas. You guys should sponsor us. Would be nice. Right? I, met, I met them. I met the main brewer one time at a bar in New York. It was pretty awesome. That's not where you'd expect to meet him, right? Not at all. He wasn't. He was just there for a convention, but he was there with all his guys. They were all wearing the Lagunitas shirts. Yeah. I had a Lagunitas in my hand. I was like, "Well, you, guys, you guys work for Lagunitas?" He's like, "I'm the head brewer. I'm the guy. I, I was am like, You are the man. I need to talk to." All right, this story's mediocre. Let's do another. Anything? One. Yeah, that's crap. Give me a new one. Uh, is Dread coming through or what? Let's see. I don't know. Give me a new one. He loves new news. I have to keep going. I know. My thing. This one's good. Hey! Let's go! News! 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 DC may legalize cannabis clubs. Marijuana consumption lounges may become legal in the nation's capital, which would open up a new business avenue for entrepreneurs. Under a measure approved this week by Washington, D.C. City Council. Cheers. Cheers. A task force will take a look at whether or not the municipality should allow consumption, but not the sale of cannabis at private clubs, according to the Washington Post. Which is where they need to do here, too. Everywhere. It's going to be happening, dude. Everywhere, well, if bro. It in Washington, D.C., it's like, yeah. You take over the capital, you take over the whole country. Anyone, well, everyone knows that, right? If, if uh, Hickenlooper or whatever can't fucking see the, the reality of those things, like, okay, guys, it's time to make money, people. God, so so difficult to make this uh, town see the light, but hopefully it happens. That'll be nice. Everyone's looking forward to some old stories after a few beers. Ah, uh, the old beer stories. Yeah. Well, Dread comes through, but have some extra time too to 
throw some stories. Come on, Dred, where are you? Where the now, hell meanwhile, are you? we're an hour in, so we only have an hour left of new format show here. Right. So maybe we should open up the Skype lines. For sure. Right? Let's do it. Okay. But then we only have to use this mic, I guess, because no? that one's uh, dead now. You know what? Let's let's. Everyone heard the guys. I hope you all heard the intern on that mic. We're gonna assume. So yes, you're absolutely right. So if somebody skypes, we'll use. This Everyone mic. says now we're saying the Amsterdam stories are the cream of the show. People says really. People I didn't say, realize yeah. that was the cream of the show. Well, I mean. What do you want me to do? You're just digging, digging my head for some story of weirdness. That's we'll get it going. We'll get it going. Something. We'll segue. There'll be well, a segue. You know what story you can tell. What story is that? Can we talk about <laughs> what? You know, Sunday brunch. Can we talk about Sunday brunch? <laughs> um, no. I don't think can you tell the Amsterdam version <laughs> of that story? <laughs> no, can, um, can you tell the Amsterdam no, story? No, because my Amsterdam version is... No, I don't think I can. No, we can't tell no, that one no, either? it's one of those rough ones you really can't talk about. All right, Dredd, we're done in an hour. So if you're waiting for James and then coming down 30 minutes... All right, we'll wrap yeah, with Dredd and we'll James. We'll do That's a wrap, wrap up with the Dredd and James crew. Is he James working, though? That's the rough one. I mean, no, he's waiting for him. He's on his way right now. Oh, good. Good. So I think Friday night's going to work out great. We're going to have a constant flow of guests. I think the new time slot's going to be great. Yeah, and it's also going to be uh, in an uh, awesome place, and we're going to have a place for, you know. All right, now we're going to test the intern's acumen. Intern, do you know how to loosen that mic, lower it, and then retighten it? Whoa, don't give him so many. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Go it, lower it. We're going to lower it so far that my phone slips under it. Oh, bam. Boom. That. You can do that. There we no, go. So we're going to have a... So you guys call in. It's 720-310-8237. TADS. TADS. Call in. And then Kyle, the intern. When they call, I'm going to answer it, switch it to speaker, and I'm going to slide it under the mic. Got it? And that's 720-310-8237. Let's fire it up and give away some Bodhi seeds. You know what we got. We got the... I know it. Goji OG. Mm-hmm. And we got the Sunshine Daydream, I think, is the other one. And those are available right now to the person who calls with. Help me out, Adam. Oh, man. I hate this. This is the worst part of it. Intern. How do they win the seats? Yeah, come oh, on. Talking to the mic. What was the name of the strain? Uh, the, Goji OG. The, 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 uh, no, no, I mean the customer earlier. Well, it was. Oh, oh no! Everyone knows that one. That's too easy. <laughs> That's the problem. It's always either too easy or it's too hard, and nobody cares. Don't ever ask me for questions. Intern, this is what needs to work first on. First person for- to call and tell us where goji berries come from will win a pack of goji OG, and we'll do a separate one for Sunshine Daydream. Call in Real and tell us goji where berries. goji berries come from. Win a pack of Bodie's Goji OG, 720-310-8237, 720-310-8237. Here's our first call. Caller, hang with me one second. Oh. Speaker? Yeah, I don't know if I can switch this to speaker. Yeah, you can. I don't know. Dunsky, figure it out. Wait, what's that thing? Okay, I think we have you on speaker. Caller, can you hear me? Caller? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, hang on one second. We're going to slide you under the mic there. Yeah, All right, tech. man. Where did goji berries come from? Ask him the question, intern. Where did the goji berries come from? I can't even answer that one, guys. 
Oh, uh, you know, let me call him before you can answer. All right, well, thanks for trying anyway. We appreciate it, man. Thank thanks you. for calling in. Hang it up. No problem. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> but that doesn't win. That is not <laughs> how you win. You never win, honestly. That's for sure. That's a guarantee. If you're cool. yeah, that's like ringing the buzzer before they ask the question of the game. Oh. What was the question? It's a really long shot. That's why we didn't do it. All right. Anyone else? Well, that's well, good. That, usually it's always like the first. Like, oh, we got you? another one. 720 calling from Denver. All right. We're bringing you in. Adam, hit the speakerphone. Hand it to the intern. Intern, slide it onto the mic. <laughs> Where do goji berries come from? Hey, what's up? Where do goji berries come from? They come from China. Uh, I'm double checking that. That's not the answer I know. <laughs> We're gonna see if you're. You're close. <laughs> what? Well, everything comes from China. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the answer I is. I thought it was uh, goji. Yep. Specific. It is in Chinese. Is, yeah. Origin. Yeah. Pretty Chinese. Pretty Chinese. You're pretty, you're pretty China like. So We're getting far, there. Yeah. Western China. Ah, oh, there you go. Winner, winner. All right, now can you pronounce the province? Yeah, do you know the province? You're looking at the same page we're looking at? Yeah, it's just hard to pronounce. <laughs> Scroll down a little bit. <laughs> it's okay. We're good. You won. All right, do me a favor, everybody. Email me with the subject goji. To Mitch at AdamDunshow.com and your Goji OG will go out uh, as soon as I get them to the intern. So within 10 days. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah, take care. Who are we talking to, bud? This is Byron. Right on. Uh, we'll look okay, for your email, guys. brother. Thanks for calling in. Awesome. Thanks. Take care. Thanks. All right, now we got Sunshine Daydream left. So let's come up with a good no, puzzle. Mike for thought Amazon. I thought that it was the Himalayas. I thought I the Himalayas thought the too. Himalayas. That's what th- it says on the package. I always thought Himalayas. Too, I wonder so if Western China is. It the is the Himalayas. Himalayas. It is. It's there. They got one side, which is okay. the evil side, and that's obviously. Why and we got China, the other the side, thing. which is all like beautiful Nepalese guys that are all getting trampled on by them because okay. those bastards. So now, fuck that place. Sunshine yeah, daydream. Smoking, bro. Sunshine daydream. We need a good question. We need a good question. About what now? What are you talking about? Sunshine Daydream, which is, I guess, like a Grateful Dead thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, Sunshine Acid, Daydream. Totally makes sense, right? Totally. (laughs) Totally makes sense. (laughs) Put it like that. Uh, Yeah, right? You put that together really quick. I guess that was the only question that we can do. Um, There's got to be a deadhead here. So, uh, oh, look. If you can uh, call in and give us the lyrics to Sunshine Daydream, you'll win a pack of Sunshine Daydream by Bodie. Just do the chorus if you can. I don't want to hear the whole song. There's definitely one of you deadheads listening. 720-310-8237. 720-310-8237. Hell, give us any lyrics from Sunshine Daydream. I'm looking at them right now. So they're really fucking easy to find, thanks to Google. Uh, you gotta go more than just the name, though. You can't. No, just no, you gotta singing. do lyrics. You can't, yeah, you can't just say. You gotta do lyrics. Actually, if you sing it, yeah. If you sing it, I'll give you two packs of seeds. I'll throw in the Goji OG too. That's a good deal right there. If you sing any part, I don't know what it sounds. I don't know the tune. You gotta sing at least like three lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here we go. We got our caller. You know how to do it. Yep. Boom. Boom. Hit it. Here. Hit it. Intern, slide it. Intern, slide it. Oh. Did we lose yeah. him? Oh, that was another caller. Yes. No, you just no, you just didn't hit it right. Hey, caller, are you there? Caller. Hello. 
Hey, go ahead. You're you're on this and uh, sing the song for us. Uh-huh. I mean, that was an all right rendition. It's more keep going. Keep, keep going. That's A line. You got the second finish line? Finish the verse. What was that? You got to finish the verse. I'm sorry. That's right. I got I to gotta relay everything he's saying. You got to sing the verse. There you go. So here's the thing. I Did you hear, in turn, did you hear blooming like a red rose or blooming like a red nose? I heard nose. Nose is kind of what it sounded like. <laughs> so I, that I give this guy is the not technically date. correct. So we gotta buzz them out and take the next caller. Yeah. Did you hear nose or you heard rose? I'm over here. I mean, you know. Red rose. Uh, I mean, nose would be. Can you of... sing it? Yeah. Do you know the actual song? I have no idea. All right, give them the fucking seats. Okay. We'll Email. Hand the phone back. Hand the phone back. Bam, boom. 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 All right, caller. Go ahead and email overload around here. Bitch at adamdunshow.com with sunshine daydream, and those will get out to you within the next ten days here. Yeah, thank you for calling in. Who are we talking to, by the way? Crop. Crop, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for calling in, bud. We're going to have to start limiting how many people can win, how many times people can win. But in the meantime, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> All right, Croppy, we'll catch you later, brother. Thanks for listening. Well, like his personal seed. Uh, Everyone, like all these Bodhi seeds are in one dude, two dudes collections. <laughs> They're like, Bodhi seeds, just take them now. Yeah. So, uh, we got Dredd on the way. Dredd's on his way. Tim Martin's on the way. James on the way. They'll all get here for the, like, the, like, the last gone. five seconds. I remember what I was going to tell you. What I was going to tell you about the new Colorado laws that Cheesecake Lady, if she calls back, will rant and rave about. Ooh, she's not calling. She probably is not. I doubt it. Oh, look. Media Kit just showed up in my email. I bet they did. That just showed up today. Look at that. Get to work. Get to work. <laughs> Get to work. Give Get us some work. content. Get us some content. Here you go. Phone call. What's going on? That's probably people trying to win seeds, man. Yeah, so. forget about it. Sorry. We already, we've already given away the seeds unless you're calling in for something awesome. Something awesome. And then I don't know how you're going to tell us that, but we... Uh, so there's a CBD update. Apparently the federal, the FDA oh yeah, issued warning this, letters. Yeah, what's these warning letters? Say? Well, it says this past week, the FDA issued warning letters to companies distributing CBD products marketed as drugs or dietary supplements targeting companies across the country. Mm-hmm. The FDA took issue with companies making health claims, which claims established the products as drugs under the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act. And companies marketing CBD products as dietary supplements in alleged alleged violation of this act. While the FDA FDA has previously taken the position that CBD is precluded from regulation as a dietary supplement because CBD has been authorized for investigation as a new drug and companies like GW Pharmaceuticals have engaged in clinical trials, this appears to be the first time the FDA has taken enforcement actions related to a dietary supplement designation. Well, I figured that they were going to jump all over this CBD Sooner thing at some later, point. Right? I was like, they can't let people just start shipping because everyone's all shipping it over here and shipping it. Oh, we ship. Well, and they were talking about what it could cure too. They were saying, yeah, and you're saying inflammation. You're saying things. Claims. Yeah, you're making claims in their opinion for sure, and yeah, and are getting too slick. You know what I mean? Everything was getting to the point where it's like, you know, everyone's got things uh, blister packed and all perfect, and you know, you're like, okay. They gotta step in at some point, you know. And well, I mean, hopefully they don't get 
too far in before you know everyone has a foothold with what they're doing already and that's and that's the, th- the key is like i mean pandora's it's like pandora's box we're already it's already open we're all in there you know i mean everyone's got enough material to pass around and take care of each other forever um but these big companies coming in who are looking at this from just a purely you know numbers and economic side they're gonna try to like pick and choose the best things they can you know and if they have an idea what they're talking about but most of them don't then they're only going to go for like cbd only you know what i just realized what's up people are probably calling in because we opened the phone lines for people to like ask questions and do stuff well they can they can uh text us or something on there too no just call all right if you're calling from here on out we're going to assume you don't want free seeds but you just want to talk no free seeds but if you want to call in the same number three one or seven two oh three one oh Eight two three seven. That's it. Tads, tads, tads. And the intern will hand over the phone, and I will turn you on the speakerphone. So it's like a three. Pretty much, you're getting us all working while you do it. Like we're pretty. We're the thing is, they can only hear the intern. Yeah, of course. Well, sorry. So they get to ask the question, and the intern says, "What's your question?" I know, but now. No, I'm just saying that's going to be. It's going to be. Gonna be rough. What's it's your question? Rough. They ask the question, then they we hang up, and then we answer. Yeah, it. And I misheard Rose earlier, so this isn't going to go well. Yeah, <laughs> Rose, <laughs> and then it's just one letter. Off. Everything will be one letter off. It'll be fine. It'll be fine, dude. We had the Korean turn before. You know, he's All the right. newest intern since the Don't Korean turn. He was a Korean turn's uh, partner. I know. I'm back in the day. Up. You <laughs> did know that. You did know that. Oh, you got, a, you yes. got an Amsterdam story. Do I have an Amsterdam story? I don't. I mean, what do you? What, what do we want to talk about? I mean, we can't talk. We were talking about Illuminati earlier. We're not talking about Illuminati. Sorry. I thought we were doing that on our new show, the Illuminati Talk. Yeah, that was part of the format. Yeah, but that wasn't. See, that was. That was. You want to talk about that TV thing? Which thing? That, see, you don't want to talk about. That oh, yeah, the TV thing. No, well, see, you can't talk about one, not the other. I believed in that before it ever happened, so I knew that shit was going to happen. And it, and what you know? Oh, this is a good thing I heard the other day. Samsung issued a warning saying that you should not talk in front of any smart televisions because third parties could pull that information through the internet and they have no liability you have there's nothing you can do about it really so basically they're telling you not to talk in front of your own television set because oh. it could be used against you in some way shape or form down the road. just in case you be here that's I don't own a television. I don't own show. a television so I don't give a fuck you know what I mean but isn't that like crazy shit like yeah, you're like like yeah. smart TVs are not smart just like smart meters were not smart those are really bad smart when, things anything smart is usually really bad <laughs> that's usually a bad thing you know like fuzzy logic not good not good somebody's not wasn't really they were just like yeah we'll just randomly grab shit so so tell me what you want me to talk Amsterdam about Amsterdam story Amsterdam story yeah I don't know like what do you want to talk about do you, can we talk about uh, how we ruined Cannabis Cup yeah, that revelation. That's that a we good had idea. That's a good. That's a that's good a idea. Good topic. Yeah, yeah. That's a great topic. Um, so start with. Well, start what with is the cup now. What did the What is the cup now? And then we'll flashback. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the cup now is exactly uh, the same thing every time you go. You'll have a couple. You'll have three, maybe four stages. I think they have five stages at this one. It's getting bigger and bigger. Like every time, there's more stages. But usually, there's like one main stage. One sort of medium-sized stage, and that's always sponsored by somebody, yeah, who somehow magically wins every fucking time, right? But I'm also, not saying things like that. But, but also gives away, but also gives away a ridiculous amount of stuff to the point where the young kids that are there are like, 
but they're giving away lots of stuff over at the stage over there and you're like okay and you know what i mean what is the point there and it's like and what are they giving you you know are they giving you quality product are they giving you just a bunch of swag that they had you know (laughs) mediocre swag and that's kind of what i learned back in the day of the cup was like it didn't matter if you had the best weed it mattered how much weed you were willing to give out and if you gave out enough weed you automatically won just because everybody remembered that guy who gave them the big bag of weed so and i saw that one year when the guy from canada came over and he and he brought a smuggled weed with him right right? you gotta use the s word no i'm telling you he went in front of everybody on stage and went i smuggled weed i was like i was like oh my god right so (laughs) (laughs) to the point where it was like but he didn't get in trouble Right. And it was just like, really? So a guy just like smuggled like two pounds of weed over here, gave it all away, called it Sunshine Daydream, something really? like that. It was something really stupid, and he was from what, Canada. What, are you saying that Bodie's weed is a stupid name? No, it wasn't that. It was <laughs> <laughs> kind of in a sense that it was too predictable, almost like. Oh, uh, such a nat- natural hippie name. Exactly. And he was like, dude, it's just Porky Pig. Did you hear that? I said, no, natural. I don't know if you caught that. I didn't catch that. But he basically gave away a bunch of weed, and he won. You know, And he was up on stage like, I can't believe I won. And it was like, that weed wasn't that good, dude. It was just outdoor weed from Canada that he managed to get in the country and he enough of it. it yeah and he gave it all away and so it was qual- cool. quantity over quality has Which reigned is, for a while right it, well that was one of the things that wasn't what, what we what about cre- but, what, that, yeah, but what, that's what become if, a new thing pretty much you walk around and it's yeah. very loud as you said all these stages, everyone's got their own thing going on so loud now yeah. everybody's pretty much got a sound system in their booth yeah and just a bunch of people taking dabs right yeah and there's now sign spinners and people standing like idiots and like there's all that I mean it, it's gotten so now let's whoop, flashback <laughs> Yeah, back. The first cannabis cup was what? Um, that was well. There was six. Before, there was five cannabis cups. Ruined it. Yeah, there was five cannabis cups before mine that I got to help ruin the add to the to the fire. And those five before mine were basically Steve Hager coming over there and bringing over the Freedom Fighter of the Year and being on the the dime of the High Times and basically so two he, people. Two people, they come over, and then they would have a dinner, and it would be like the owners of the you know couple different like couple different coffee shops, uh-huh. and maybe a seed seed guy. There was no categories, no rhyme, no reason. In that sense, it was just like sitting around the table, hanging out, and getting high, and basically picking a winner, and you know having a dinner together, and all picking a winner at the dinner, and everybody winner dinner winner winner, 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 winner chicken dinner. But just the two guys are picking the winner, right? I, I think he would like like bring a couple locals in, and you know it kind of like it, it sounded like he got it to the point where there was maybe ten or twelve people that were judging it at a dinner table, okay, <coughs> including him and the Freedom Fighter, sure. so another ten guys locally, and then the guy uh, Dion Markgraf that I was with, uh, his partner when I started my CIA and everything, he actually went to the fifth cup and was like, dude. What you know, like what's going on? You guys aren't even like, but he also, as far as like, you know, he was very much a revolutionary kid, but he wasn't really, an, he wasn't a partier, and he didn't really understand, like, he was a little socially awkward anyway. So when it came to our chance to do the cup, it was like really Doug and I who kind of like took the lead because Doug was really more the organizer and I was more the trying to like, you know, well, what stoners want and like, yeah, the promoter and like, well, we got to have music and we got to have fucking something. You know what I mean? So I was like bringing the reality to those things. And then uh, watching how they saw the light when we did that year and how it all fucking evolved, it was just kind of like, okay, so we 
showed them in a very small microcosm, like a 3,000 square foot building, which we, we, we kind of rented and stuff. So we had our own area. We didn't have to rent from anybody, that stuff. But later when we did the party, we went to the club, we did all that. Right. And we did exactly what they're doing now, but on the tiniest level, maybe 200. In terms of introducing music. You said you were, you were talking about how you walked around and were like, I don't get people bong rips. Like no yeah. one, everyone's just doing their own thing. And you're the one who kind of like, you, you oh, yeah. introduced like, yeah. hey, let's smoke out all these people. Well, that was when we actually had to do, because in the first one, it was more like we were doing it at our place. So, right. you know, of course we kind of had everything accessible for everybody. But then watching the first year that they kind of like took, came back and took the reins and all the local Dutch people don't really have a smoking vibe going on, so none of them sure. knew what to do. So they were just sitting there with their stuff, you know? And it was like, we had a booth, and we're like, we're going to bring a bong, and we're going to do all that. So we're giving everybody bong hits, and they're like, oh, those guys, they're always getting high. And I was like, well, that's what we're fucking doing <laughs> here. <laughs> that's kind of what we're doing here, you know what I mean? And it was like, we were always the extremes because we were the Americans living over there. We all smoked bongs. We didn't smoke I didn't mix with tobacco, so I was really more like graphics bongs. Like Keith would bring me bongs over, and uh, like he'd bring me over like twelve-inch uh, little graphics tubes and like twelve and eighteen-inch ones, and then he'd have them all clustered in a little thing, and we'd he'd bring them through, give me a hundred slides, and that was the only guy in town who even had a nice bong. Everybody, and that was, that was nice bong back then. It was just a, clear, a simple glass tube, you know what I mean? But everybody else had these fucking plastic, horrible things. And, you know, it was just the, it was that introduction of the culture, uh, which was really cool because we always had to introduce it for them because they had stuff there. They had bongs and they had all that, but they just didn't know how to, they, they didn't even know how to smoke them. And B, it'd be like, ah, oh, dude, I'm not smoking out of that. I'll, I'll, I'll smoke out of this, you know what I mean? And, and just to watch, like, so we were the first kind of guys giving the bong hit at the cup of the product, trying to, like, like, well, that's the bubble gum. You should try it. You know what I mean? And so just watching how stiff everybody was there. And then after a few years now, Greenhouse, of course, got the vol- – once they got the volcano and they could roll the and do, a, bag, do the yeah. 20-foot bags. And then everybody was in there like, oh, how, to, how are we going to deliver this? And so for us, it was just – it was obvious. Every year we had to step it up a little bit, you know. Like one year we had a – big plasma bong with uh, so you could touch the whole thing and plasma would run up through it and the smoke would be separated from the plasma of course but you know just just to watch how you know at a certain point i mean we're still just smoking weed in a bong it wasn't like there was that quickest like now evolution's gone so far right. and uh but then you know we're the first ones making bubble ha- first we're doing dry sieve hash then we're doing bubble hash then you know everybody's at the booth you mean well, we couldn't do bubble hash at the booth. We di- we did one year down in Spain. It was kind of funny. We did it in front of a bunch of people in Spain, and I had Terry Terry demonstrating it all. Mm. And uh, still to this day, people are like, oh, "You taught me so much on that day," because it was like you know, you're just like, <laughs> all we're doing is doing what we do, and we do it in front of people. You know what I mean? And then and then the coolest part about that time period was that it was all new. You know what I mean? I mean, there's so many times where we would go, we'd load the car up, and we'd fucking be like, well, we're the only guys in the world who have ever, like, loaded up fucking this many plants to bring to a show to fucking, like, unload them up, then to leaf blower the crowd, and, like, those weird things, like, you're like, I don't think anybody's really doing this in the world right now, you know what I mean? And now, it's at all these shows, it's a normal thing, yet I don't even feel fucking like I want to try, because... 
I feel like now I'm sort of like stepping. Everyone is just like, I don't know. It just seems almost, it's like, uh, you know, I see a guy with a giant joint. I'm like, whatever, dude. I had giant. I mean, I did it so many times where I had like a show and I know, okay, cannabis cups coming. I got to roll 10, you know, ounce joints ready for the party and have them all ready and pass them all out and make sure they all fucking work. And I watch other people do it. I'm like, I'm just so over it right now. I don't have to like, oh, that's cool. I like when they, they do like a big giant blunt made like, a, you know, whatever. It's cool. It's cool when they sculpt it too. You yeah, know? it's really yeah, cool yeah, yeah, and I'm impressed cool. and I definitely would like to get a couple of those guys on the show because it's sort of like, oh, it's kind of what we were doing but not quite as intense. Way cooler. Yeah. They're doing it way more intense which is fine. I'm glad because I've sat there licking fucking papers and trying to build shit and trying to like make it work and then watching one idiot fucking do something and be like dude did you, did you really just like ash out the fucking thing i worked on for fucking five hours like <laughs> i've seen all the jonah tacoma battles i've been through the fucking you know those little bullshit things i've battled with Aryan at every single cup i see his weaknesses and i'd attack like a fucking <laughs> like a, ah! like i'd fucking go and i'd play it hard every year you know and i never fucked up like i always like was like all right the cup's coming around i'm gonna make sure we have something dramatic now, when it came to the weed, that was always the fucking extra struggle because not only were you trying to fucking make a show out of every time you did it, and this is every year, right? And I was every two months, and I was tired. I was like, oh man, I hope that doesn't happen for a long time. And it, the whole year, it took me a whole year to recover almost from yeah. it. And now I watch, and I'm like, it's turned into like such a circus that I'm like, all right, you know what? It's kind of like, all right, it was cool when I did it because I was doing it. No one else was doing it. And no one else was doing it. And it felt like a really cool original thing to be doing. And I kind of wanted to stake my claim as being the wacko who threw weed in the crowd or smoked people out or did that stuff. But now I kind of like, I don't know, it's sort of like people don't know that we all did all that. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's lost. And it's kind of like. That's why we do this. That's what we're talking about. Exactly. But now you can afford to throw a pound of weed out in the crowd. Back when I was doing it, it was worth a lot of more money. I was like, fuck. Now all of a sudden I see them shoot out, like, out of the air cannon. And they're shooting weed. They're shooting weed. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, that's cool, I guess, if you want to step on weed and smoke it and whatever. You know, but I don't know. And then, and then, you know, that's one side which I see, well, we we sort of were in the development stages. There's people here who who saw the show, who saw that the leaf blower thing, uh, and fucking still to this day, that's the blew them away. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's their whole reason for fucking doing cups. Yeah, and for my case, when I started doing cups, no one cared about best product and best class. No one cared about. And I just no exactly. You turned it into something. I made it competitive. Unfortunately, you turned the Sun Tzu methodology into like uh, taking over a uh, a cup and winning those awards that other people might not see. But product award is important just because there's fucking money involved. It's like it's it's a product. It's like, dude, I got this thing. I can't make money off of it, but I won. It's like great. Check out the clouds, dude. That was pretty dope. (laughs) 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 Pretty dope clouds, bro. But yeah, man, like uh, going and, and being super competitive and pushing for the, not just being there and have, being cool guys, which is generally what it was. We were like, no, you like that? Go, go vote. Go vote. And really focusing on that. And now I walk around and be like, that's why fucking all these people are doing this because everyone's competing for the, those previously bullshit cups. Oh, and no, now they're exactly. not bullshit anymore. And now the cup's a big yelling fest. And I feel it's like, <laughs> More I really loudspeaker. Every time you hear there. someone a loudspeaker, you're like... Uh-oh, oh, here he is. We wow, have a live guest. Timing. Live. In the house for the last oh, yeah. 
25 minutes of the show. Dreadley. Dreadley. Schmidt. Come on, hop on this mic. What up, what up? Get on the MIC. Intern, fix his mic. Fix his mic. Oh, yeah. Get his makeup ready. <laughs> Welcome back. Get his makeup ready. How's it going? What's up, man? I believe uh, what we have here, who we have here is Dread. Is your full name Dread Smokesweed? Is that, is that how you pronounce first, it? First, middle, and last. Uh, and I believe uh, you want a beer, Dread? You, you drink beer? Uh, no, I'll take a dab, though, for sure. Dunn's got the dab. Uh, take your coat off. Relax. All right, all right. So I believe you got introduced on JDR as like a famous grower or something. Now you're a famous grower. I love no. that. Yeah, no. World famous. Yeah. Well, you were, you were out in Cali. You were growing for Elemental? Yep, yep. I was doing that for a while. For yeah. probably the almost the past year, I'd say. You started your career growing for Red Agnes in Colorado. Well, no, no, no. no. Um, history, we can go deep. Go, go back. <laughs> Take it back. So prior so, to Elemental, you were growing for Red Agnes. So I don't know. Yeah, how far back I can't, I should go. But you we'll, go we'll start. There's a seven year statute of limitations, and you've been in Colorado for seven years, my friend. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll say like 15 years ago, um, started uh-huh. and. Um, I was living on the East Coast then, down south, uh, South Carolina. And um, then I'd say, was there for a while doing that. Got tired of, uh, you know, the feeling of always having to look over my shoulder all the time. Caught wind of what was going on in Colorado. And this By was like... JDR Radio. Yeah, John Doe Radio. This is like really? 2009, yes. I'd say. Dread got introduced to all this. How did you get into JDR? So marijuana radio. How I heard Tim it? on where Paul Serini. I don't know if oh, you remember. Oh yeah, no, I, way I did back. my premiere on that. So but wait, how did you how did you get into that? Because in South Carolina, I had a job that I had to have, obviously too. So I did pest control. So I would listen to podcasts, and I was listening to like marijuana podcasts. He was a he's, and a, I he's, just a, he's a groundbreaking guy. Obviously. I just kind of stumbled upon back it. Then. And so, uh, yeah, it just kind of... So you start listening to JDR, and you heard Colorado was awesome. And then I decided I'm going to make a Facebook page, and I'm going to try to reach out to some of these people in Colorado, and, uh, you know, see Take take, uh, heed, everybody. This is how many years ago now? This is 2009, so what is that, six, seven Seven years years ago? Seven years ago. That's good. He made, he made the move, That's and that's the hardest part, right? Making the big move. Well, you did it at the time, too. Perfect timing. So, 09 was the year to get in the game for sure. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was. I was fortunate, like I said, because Derek Cummings was hosting <coughs> JDR at the time as well. <coughs> so I was able to befriend. And I, I've requested those shows. <coughs> I want to see them. All. I want them, all. them from the archives. We're gonna get those on our <coughs> network as part of the deal, and we might have to even make that as a pay to listen to, just because it's so... Oh, there's some good stuff on there, for sure. Rare lost cuts. (laughs) Super rare. Me and Dee were talking about them the other day, because I actually sat at the airport with him, and I was like, you should get those old. He's like, I I think I... He's like, Tim said he thinks he might have. Yeah. It's one of those. There's some good stuff. I see on my memories all the time, because I used to, like, share, like, the stick'em page, and everybody going, and so it's like, but none of that stuff's on there. I clicked on it the other day to see if there was anything there. It's all gone. It's all gone. Well, so, I want to see the one. I want to. I need to see that. So, anyways, I came out here. I get to Colorado. Um, yeah, I fell in with uh, t- like Tim Martin. Uh, actually, gave me a place to stay. Uh, he he and his girlfriend at the time had a place, and he was like, "Hey, just get out here. You know, you can crash. I got an extra bedroom. Come crash." So I was like, "All right, why not?" So then I made the move and uh, stayed with Tim for a few months. 
I'd say after being here for about a month, month and a half of uh, harassing Derek for a job, I was able to get in. Uh, Derek and Adam were, I guess, Adam, you had just came on at the Slizzard at the time. Yep, I just got here too. So um, I was... Uh, so you were original, with, and this this got skipped over because it's so soon, but you were original Hood Lab crew because you were in with D-Money and Tim Martin. Yeah, I mean, I would like oh, to yeah. think so. Well, he was there before I even, right? When I... I remember you you had just came out and it was like well, it this wasn't Kushcon like but it was like the Rocky Ma- the RMCC remember that the Rocky Mountain Cannabis Convention mm-hmm. oh yeah that was a really bad one <laughs> yeah, <it was> terrible. <laughs> I flew out for it I was that like was a really bad but one. at that time my mind was blown I was like I had never seen anything like right. that before no, coming no, no, from no, South I remember Carolina. that too because I remember uh, dank decals had the buggy out and everything right? and I saw you the next time recognize so it was kind of like one of those even and and funny enough i was like so he's living back east but he's out like it was like you were literally in that back and forth phase i was making the transition for sure yeah filling it out and uh so yeah then just was uh you were definitely part of a a little wave there of people because there was definitely more than just you coming from that oh i mean like what spurred me honestly was i watched bo uh bho johnson you know he was in tennessee and he was like, you know, we both came out on that same visit together. We shared a hotel room. And uh, three weeks later, he ran out of meds. And he was like, I'm going back. I'm moving there. And I was like, well, what the fuck? You're just going to move like that? So I was like, well, if he can do it, why can't I? You know? And so that just kind of spurred me on and, and, and made me get out here even sooner. Right. And, you know, Stephen Lewis had come out at that time. There were a bunch of people who were, everyone was kind of migrating. Bunch of Texas and Florida. I haven't seen Steve forever. I don't know. You know, I saw him in Cali. We hooked up. Okay. And, um, you know, we hung out a couple times. And then I haven't really It'll be interesting with the new spot to see the migration of the people who comes back and who kicks around. So let's. uh, I know you're looking forward to it. I want to get to You already know. I'm dying for the spot to. But I also want to talk about. What did you think of the cup? The cup. So I went the first weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's get a little eye on the sky there. So, oh, yeah, because I don't know if you heard. I, the second weekend, I, I was, I was, I was a little busy with the Super Bowl watching I the Broncos. I watched. Oh, we watched you know. watch it. But anyways, back watch. to the first weekend. So, congratulations uh, for going to the Super. Was it a, that was bucket list for you, right? It definitely is. It not. It has to be bucket list for everybody, right? Yeah. I feel like. I mean, if you're a sports that? fan, no, right? Well, not he's my, not a sports not fan, so he doesn't. But if you're a sports fan, I would go. Of definitely course. It's one of those things. Where I'd end up going. Yeah, I went to that, and I tell somebody like him, and he would be all. Well, that was the thing because I was intern already. Open. Where's the intern? He is the intern. Intern, just come in. Anyway. <laughs> what I've seen. We have like three interns before. Now we have none. Oh, it's James. Oh, Professor Piff. Professor, Professor Piff. Piff himself. Oh, I just saw the Vice episode with yeah, Professor on there. On, he doesn't need a mic, so it's good. Oh, intern was in the potty. Yeah. Oh, intern. Totally. I got What's going on? Juice from whatchamacallit? The big. Oh, pepper pot? Strawberry moss. Where did you see him? He's over here. Strawberry moss. Oh, man. Let me get some of that. He's got the moss. I haven't had that. We haven't had it forever. Since last year. What? So, Dreadley, you ended up looking for Oh, yeah. So we're going back to that. So, yeah, I yeah. did the Slizzard thing, finished up with that, transferred over to River Rock. 
uh, was growing there for a while, against, and then against many people's better, worse ju- or, yeah, or better yeah, judgment. You know, and then some, but you know what? It ended up working out because the Slizz ended up getting raided like a few weeks later. I know. I think you might have had something to do with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. it was Iron very Dread, close. Get raided. So I, uh, Watch out. I was fortunate. I was uh, taken on over at River Rock. Um, Great, uh, great experience there. I was there for a while. I'd say for probably about I don't know a year. Well, you were there when it was at least like you know in its motions doing stuff. Yeah, I mean it was. People talk a lot of shit, but uh, you know I was there every day and I seen what was going on. And uh, there were a lot of guys there in the back working hard, busting their ass. For and you sure. were there obviously during the rare Dagnus phase because you were there for rare Dagnus. Yep. And then so that was that's what I did. Was um, I'd say after about a year being there, Scott and Pam decided that they were gonna. Um, joined the team as well, and so we started up the RD room where we were doing some breeding, um, you know, genetics, uh, and then the super soil, obviously, which was a little bit different from all the other rooms at River Rock. That's all you got to say about doing that? Come well, on, Dred. Well, I mean, what, what, details. What are you the contract? All about people love hearing stories about breeding strains. How you got the idea for something? Did you get input on anything, or you just did what what they said? What, what no, was? yeah. I mean, I got to pretty much like Scott kind of gave me a recipe of soil that he, he was using his moonshine mix. You lost your keys in the dirt. Yeah, that was a good story. I know one day I was looking on Facebook, <laughs> and there was just a picture of a huge, you showed it to me, a huge pile of dirt. Yeah, that was, was uh, dead. fuck, I lost my keys somewhere in this. How much dirt was that? I don't even know how much dirt it was. It was a truckload for sure. Multiple truckloads <laughs> of dirt. And how long did it take to find? And, you know, surprisingly, it only took me about an hour. And I'd say I moved probably... Half a truckload. It's a great it, way to get dread to shovel some dirt. Real did quick. you actually yeah. do anything? I, or you just know, I should have just went and got a metal detector. No, I went through systematically down the side and, and just kind of worked my way over. And finally, I found them. It was a, it was a process. Quiet down, dread. They say you're yelling. You're yelling. You're peeking out. I already dropped the levels, but you just talk quietly. We're good. Talk quiet. All right. Talk, Don't yeah. get too excited. I know you went to Super Bowl. Don't get so excited. <laughs> Your voice I is need on. another sit back, sit back, I need. sit back in the chair. I always get yelled at for not being on the mic. I know, we're just yeah. different now. Like Martin's the, the mic Nazi. I know, I know. We we changed it up a little. Everyone says we sound good, so whatever. We sound good. good. Okay, good. good. I would rather sit back. So, uh, you lost your keys in the dirt. Yeah, that, <laughs> that happened once before. Keys in the dirt, found them. That super soil just reminded me of that. So you were working for RD? Yeah, well, I was working for River Rock, and what I was, was just cool, running What was the, the coolest thing you got to do when you worked for RD? I mean, I would have to say the trip to Amsterdam was probably one of the coolest things. Is that when Scott won, you mean? When uh, no, we didn't win on that trip. What was yeah. your impression of Amsterdam? My impression of what? Amsterdam. Amsterdam? Yes. Well, I went, I guess it was probably like the last, I would say like the last... Real cup Did with an raided? actual expo. Was that the raid cup? No, it was the one after that. So the the last expo okay. cup. I didn't go to that. See, and, I went uh, to. No, that's no remember you were on the you were on the iPad when I walked by the booth. You that's true. My name. He was my only victim. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, yes, you were thinking of beer? beer? Oh, no. yeah. I like literally just finished it. I was like, maybe. Yeah, yeah. This is like service. This is having a squad. <laughs> oh, this is the full IPA. <laughs> Oh, I gotta drive home in half an hour. Do you want to switch? I didn't even time to sip yet. Yeah, daytime, good. Daytime, Perfect. daytime beer. So, uh, 
So yeah. What so was you, your impression of Amsterdam? What did you think of the, the whole scene, the herb? Because when I went, it was the year before you. I went in 09. Yep. And I was like, I could tell that the momentum was just leaving the place. Yeah. That it was on, like, really the tail. You know, honestly, I was let down a little bit. You know, okay. I have, have, after have, having looked forward to it for so many years and it been hype and, and so big in my head, uh, it was a little bit of a letdown. But, uh, at the well, I think the time, momentum was pretty much killed that year when they when the raid. Yeah, the year so before, the next yeah. year, nobody was really sure. Everybody was sketched. Out. I didn't go. No, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't go. It sucked, right? That's so it. the party sucked. But I mean, I it was. Go. I was. I'm glad that I was. I had the opportunity to go. So that was the highlight of working for Red Agnes. Yeah, that was. Well, you had never wild. been out of the country, yeah, like for properly yeah, never, Mexico there, or something, but, overseas, but not yeah, like just like Mexico and stuff sure. like that. Right. So yeah. So, so for from, you, it was a good. So good you got to work for experience. Red Agnes and yeah. got to work really closely with a lot of experience there. Yeah. And with some great genetics, did you get to actually make any crosses for like actually do the breed? The breeding? We did, like, uh, we did a couple videos in the room where we did controlled pollination because that was predominantly a, a rare dankness flower room. So okay. we did do a couple of, uh, you know, breeding projects in there. What's your favorite rare dankness strain to grow? To grow? I would say probably 501. Why? Uh, I just like the way it grows. It's short, it's stout, bushy, it's got nice color to it, super frosty, pungent. Um, Forgiving, resistant. What's your favorite one to smoke? Favorite one to smoke? Uh, right now, I'm going to say Star Killer. Why is that? Because it keeps winning cups everywhere. Yeah. Well, that, that, was, that was my cut until I popped that seed. Um, nice. I would say because it's, uh, it's really close to the 501. They both share the Skywalker parent. Um, and then, yeah, I just like the effect of it, the smell, everything. I mean, I like, obviously, I've, I've grown and smoked a lot of their stuff, so I like it all. Ghost of Leroy is one that comes to mind. Yeah, that one. I've obviously, seen Ghost Train Haze, but I'm not really much for the Haze terps. I'm more kind of the OG, Lena sure. and Kim's. Sure. So. so you're an edgy guy. A what? An edgy guy. <laughs> So well, edgy, uh, I don't know. Hayes are more edgy, in my opinion. You think Hayes is well? The oh, experience yeah. is more edgy. Oh yeah. But the, oh, you mean that he wants to be? He's he needs yeah, to. Yeah. Ah, I get you. Yeah. yeah. So no stimulation required. Um, <laughs> so, so. Then you got to work for Elemental. Yep. Well, yep. For so, how long were you there then? Um. So went out to Elemental. I would say back in uh, March. Um, and the original plan was we were getting a new facility. Basically, they had an existing facility in the back of the dispensary that they were currently in. Um, they had been in a long-term project where they have built out a brand new dispensary. Hmm. Um, the new dispensary, however, didn't incorporate a grow. Um, there was a 42-lighter in the back of the existing one. And, and uh, I would say, I think it was October... <clears throat> the laws for California. I was brought out because they were going to vertically integrate uh, their whole, you know, they were expecting for California oh, to go vertically integrate. Who knows? Timmy. Timmy. So Shows when the laws passed. The what a guy. Ten minutes before. When the laws passed. When the laws passed, vertical integration wasn't going to be a mandatory thing. 
Um, it seems like they kind of eased off of the grow right away because they had just invested and finished building out and moving into this new dispensary. And so Mike's, kind of a Mike's grow dead. into the back dead burner Mike. because they can still... You can sit over there and look, look busy. You can sit over they there can still get, get their flowers from their vendors and bring it in at a low price and still right. make plenty of money. And that's how the majority, you know, that's how they're making majority of the money out there. So did you get to do any breeding with them? No. 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 Just proud. Of, what's your favorite strain that you got to grow there? Out there uh, in the greenhouse, I would probably say that uh the kosher kush one of the last rounds that i did in the greenhouse just really came out really nice the true og obviously it was one of the the really that's like their trademark right yeah that's their thing uh is that your favorite one to smoke yeah out there for sure and then like i I, my, my homies are like the west coast cure homies so i smoked a lot of like the hardcore og and that hardcore wax the hardcore so. og hat on yeah yeah those was bomb See, fam. You're, you're doing good that's good you're connected with your heroes yeah <laughs> there you go all right dreadley we want to thank you for coming on we're gonna bring on james professor piff because we got because he's got a lot to say too we don't yeah, we, don't want to chuck, we can't cut him that. short that guy talks James is like what we are this guy well, talks I mean, he's getting some hype talks. here because the viola shit's fire so i know and he's wearing a shirt he's wearing a hoodie it looks like it's official it looks like an official shit. interview styley yeah. hey Is it viola or viola? Viola. Viola. That's what I thought. Look, his radio voice is outstanding. Ouch. Well, that's what he does. That's he saves it up, and then he makes <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need headphones. They don't see, work. I, I overuse. We're sitting right no here. No headphones. It's just us. All right. It's all chill. All right. It's now, all talk, chill. You see, Dread was yelling, and you're like uh, muttering. You're, you're the grumbler. They call it, the where's grumbler. the intern? Intern. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, all that's right, good. Right. I got it. I got it. I made all it happen. Right, cool. So uh, we have James Frazier. He's the lead extractor for Viola. Yes, yes. He's, the, they, he's the lead everything. He does it all. <laughs> uh, Colorado heads and anyone on Instagram, I guess have no maybe no James is Professor Piff, and have seen a lot of the. I don't know when I was at Boulder Wellness, Viola was the favorite shit that we were putting on the shelf. Um, everyone wants to know how you're doing it, and I'm not going to give away all the secrets. Well, I'm going to make you give away some of the secrets for sure. Well, obviously, we know the extractor unit is... Let's talk about the extractor you're using. And that's actually... We did do our second uh, shout-out, so we're going to wrap this early and do second shout-outs. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Joe Rogan style. Oh, yeah. Final. So you want me to talk about the extractor unit? Well, what do well, you use? Just tell yeah. us. Just, okay. just So, yeah, I, t- I use the Incredibles extractor. What? And wow. Yes. Where'd you hear about that? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I actually worked at Incredibles before, prior to working for Viola. So you had some experience running the thing. Yeah. What makes it a better extractor? I've heard some things, but let me hear it from your mouth as a dude who runs it. Um, it's compartmentalized, and you know you can just break it down. Have you run other extractors? I have. You have extensive experience. Not not as much as this one, but I feel like you can make good product with anything, though. You know. I feel like some. Well, you know. Great product always seems to come out of you. Like, yeah, yeah. Incredible extractor. I've yeah. never seen, maybe it's just that better people tend to use them. I don't know what it is, but it does stuff. Well, I think the, the key, I think the I key is that it's, it's since it's already ex- not a cheap unit. It's yeah, because you know. it's because it's we just get it colder, I feel like, and so we don't pull as much wax. So. 
Well, and the key is anybody who's put out the energy to go get an incredible extractor and spent the money They're serious is already serious. They're not like just like, oh, yeah, you know. And the thing is, if you're going to cut cut corners and go buy a cheap one, you know, go to Terpex or whatever these other crappy units are or something, then all of a sudden, yeah, you wonder because you save money, but that's the reason why it was certified in the first place. Because exactly. it was worth the money. So, so, so you're running an incredible <laughs> extractor. Yeah. And have you been running live resin from the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. We, from the start. From the start. And dude, I mean, that's what's noteworthy to me. The shatter's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It's as good as good shatter gets. To me, I'm not as excited. You don't like live you, don't, you don't really like shatter? Your live resin is something exceptional. Like, I don't usually dab solvent extracts. Your live resin was so fucking loud that I had to have some. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? That's the difference. <laughs> yeah. So. Obviously, you're using cold temperatures. Does it matter what strain you're running? Does that can you produce that kind of product with any strain? Yeah. Any the, now pretty much. Well, it seems like well CBD strains don't really seem to like cling. The same yeah, way. they don't like. They kind of stay oily. Like sure. I mean, and what I like about your live resin is that it's all sugared up in a jar. Yeah. And when you let it sit at room temperature, you totally see like. What I think is the cannabinoids and the terpenes separating, dude. You have like the liquid that's pure terps settling out, and you get like the crystalline cannabinoid structure. And I feel like if you left that for long enough, or Dred's nodding his head, yes, I, so it sounds like this is right. I feel like if you somehow accelerated that process with like atmospheric pressure or whatever, ultimately that would happen. You'd have like a little puddle of terps, yeah. and you'd have your cannabinoids just sitting there in a little cool crystal. And I don't know. I like that. Like take the scoop and souping it together. Yeah. It's like eating at a fancy restaurant. It's a little like those, you know, you know that lush, uh, you get that lush uh, hair product where it's like salt and uh -huh. stuff, and you're like, it's all separate, same deal. Yeah, so yeah. It separates, and then you got to mix it all up. Kind of same. But you know, the weird thing is sometimes when you get that separation is like, I mean, the worst is when it's on wax paper and it's like all. Well, yeah, you don't want it in the wrong container. You it's want like, it in a glass jar. Yeah, like, definitely in glass. Because when you're like, oh, look at it all. <laughs> like the, all the turps are in a big ring around all the I don't know. I prefer to shatter more. Like, just uh, that's just my personal yeah. thing. Your shatter know. live resin, you're saying? No, no I just, yeah, smoke. just shatter. like shatter. More yeah. to smoke, though. You yeah. like it for your. I just like the consistency mm -hmm. and working, just working with it better. Sure. It's easier to work with. It's it. a little bit more exciting just like pouring off shatter, too. Mm. I feel like. Yeah, so, yeah, you get like some, you know, like, woo. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like when you get yes. all, anything gets all soupy doopy, or you know, it's like, and yeah, it's like it's, it it's a small puddle. Yeah, the shatter's it's, loud, but it's as loud as like green dot shatter, you know. Yeah, the live resin is like, not quite like you got maced or something, <laughs> but it's like into that range. It starts like whoa when you when you throw hold that jar under your nose, and yeah. that's. Maybe it's just a, because it's in a jar. but So, obviously, the, it's important to keep it cold. That's what makes it live resin. Yeah. But, and we've had uh, Kind Bill on talking about the live resin process before. But now, can you do that with any fresh resin material? Or uh, it is, depends, is it like depends on the grower, really. Because like, we, we run different stuff, and from different grows, it comes out different. It does come out different. Yeah. So, it depends on, like. And obviously, you got your stuff down. Different variables. You know your own spot. Yeah. So and you you know your own strains. Yeah. And do you have to extract the different strains differently, different times, and things like that? Yeah. You know we. Well, if you want the lighter color earlier, you sure. Know, but it just depends what you want. <laughs> do you find a correlation to like a THC concentration or potency with the live resin compared to uh, compared to your shatter? 
like is it because a lot of times you see when they're higher terpene <laughs> contests there's lower I think it's potency <sighs> yes true fact Tim I don't know we I just was saying, look at his face. Tim is somehow distracted. Don't pay attention to Tim. He doesn't have a mic, so no one can hear him. Nah. um, Yeah, do you find, do you see it? I don't know if you see get to see test results, but throwing that out there. We haven't seen as much test results as I want because we haven't converted completely to rec yet. Right. You don't need them for med at the time. But we have seen some, and the test results on the live resin was, was high. It was like. On specifically on the lemon G, it was like ninety percent. THC. Yeah. Wow. Must have been ten percent. But that was only that one test. Super fucking loud. Yeah, it's, and that one's always loud, but uh, it was just that one. All right, buddy. We got ten minutes left, so we're gonna roll you off and do some shout-outs and uh, you know wrap up the sh- little short version of the show. Short cool. version. Was that the most you've ever heard James talk though? The most. You just gotta keep that. <laughs> no, I lived with James. I actually. Heard I didn't him even. Th- I <laughs> heard him say more things. Actually. Nah, yeah. I For didn't sure. even know. Loudly, I've heard him say things loud. So. <laughs> like really loud. You're like, whoa. Best advice for people who are gonna maybe buy an Incredibles extractor, want to work, want to do the same sort of work you're doing, like the quality you're putting out, and you're trying to hit that quality themselves. Um, just grow some good weed, and then. Use the the extractor. Freeze that shit right away. Freeze, yeah, freeze it right away. Uh, freeze. It. All right, right on, brother. Thank you for coming down. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was a short visit, obviously, with us right here. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. We'll but definitely get you guys back together. We're and used to having a three-hour show. Now it's two hours. Two hours, man. Two hours straight. Goes so fast. Two hours straight. We usually do three. Three. Yeah, that's that's. I couldn't do it. Well, now no, we're, we're doing, doing two, two shows a week. Two-hour shows. Wednesday a.m. Right? Yep. Yep. But, we're but not the doing Wednesdays Wednesday live. not live anymore. Recorded. What? Well, well, yeah. Now you're here for the live. You're here. You're liver than anybody else. You're the most live guy, except for James. Live and direct. <laughs> James, James is liver, livier because he's on the mic. <laughs> so he's like yeah. double live. He's more live than you, but you're like as live as anybody. Yeah, he's right, liver than you. We've officially jabbered <laughs> We've officially jabbered ourselves down to a JDR size audience of 55 people. JDR size <laughs> audience. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, that's getting down there. You know, they what? think we're on JDR with this particular guest lineup. They're not impressed. Well, we weren't. What? This is a test run, guys. Come on. I'm fucking with you. (laughs) 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 So, uh, we got eight minutes left. Shit, how do you feel about Friday, Adam? What do you think? I like it. I think once we're in the new spot with the new crazy. You know what we didn't do? We didn't do How's Your Week? Which makes a lot more sense on Friday. Yeah. At the end of Friday. Because it actually is a day when we have a week instead of how's your week on Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah, how's your week on Wednesday it doesn't work as well as how's your week on Friday? <laughs> you, yeah, you're good. You're not so gonna... I had some rearranged travel plans leaving the LA Cup or the SoCal yeah, Cup. Yeah, you missed your flight. That's funny. No, I rearranged my travel plans. As <laughs> you I said you missed it. your flight. You guys totally. Listen. When you dropped me off, I if, was just thinking. You I was thinking to... they have just enough time to get there, have literally 30 minutes to do everything they want to do and, and get back. And then in no traffic. Magic in, in LA. Here's the thing If you have to pay the how fines, the it's called missing your flight. How was the if second you don't, week? It's he, called changing your travel. He wants to know the second week. Second week was the great weather. It, great weather. Great weather. Yeah. 
first week was shitty. <laughs> yeah, so 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 we beat you on the weather. That's for How'd sure. How do you feel about the two week deal? Uh, bad idea. I think it was a bad idea. Hear you. you. Don't even talk. You're not on the mic. You're like having you talk on the show when you're not on the mic. Reaching. Reaching. So. It was reaching according to you. Reaching. So. No, it was a terrible idea. I think yeah. the two week thing, uh, I think that was a complete fuck up as far as the Super Bowl. They probably figured it out and they were like, after oh. the fact, they were like, shit. They were like, oh my God. God. We're just Denver, five days, right? Denver's five days, yeah, which is really, 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 really hard on most people because three days you're already a ruined guy. Four days you're pushing it. Four days you're already half crazy. Yeah, at by day five, five it's a mess. It's that's just that's what I mean. Just it's so even hard. if you don't, here, and here, that's if you don't party any of the nights. Yeah, if you're the one who goes in there, oh, I'll do this through, and you party the first two. Two and a half nights of this thing, you're not making it to the end of the cup. Denver's going to be shit show. It's going to be rough, man. You're going to need Team A and Team B, and five days you need Team C. Even. By the time that's over, you need Team C exactly. And, and on top of that, I mean, it's not just 420 here; it's 420 everywhere. So, so many people are like, "Sorry, bro, I have already committed to this," and you know, there's a lot going on, and. For people to commit to five days. Now, are they doing because the one thing that they actually are starting to really nail on the cup is the music. Music at the cup's always been like, eh, B list. Well, Tim Martin does guess, the kid finger thing. I just, I, I didn't. Oh wanna, yeah, you fingered up. You fingered, fingered up. He fingered up. I didn't want to <laughs> interrupt right exactly right there and Why just blow it right in. I'm in wrap up. Oh, here's yeah. the thing though. Don't don't get too JDR ish. <laughs> here's the thing that you <laughs> have to pull your JDR. I don't even know what you're talking about. Here's the thing with High Times Cannabis Cup is that they have a brand new leader over at High Times. Leader. Yeah, corporate dude. Some dude, that, that's a well, well, some dude that's been so, in corporate well, America. A bit of news that we didn't read on the show. Hey, peanut gallery. Zip it. We're still doing a show. You got five minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, and we one thing we didn't cover on the show is that High Times founder, yeah. the kind of protector. If you ever went to the High Times office, you walked through a lawyer's office. Yeah. Right? And that lawyer was Michael Kennedy, yeah. who... Protected High Times and everyone. He passed away. High Times is not the same ago. as it used to be. The office is not the I same as it used to be. I was trying to pay a tribute to a man, Tim. Yeah, right. Don't I'm go sorry. jumping in and being all dick-like. Come on. And, um, and he was definitely the uh, he was, guy who kept it rolling for them. And he, Though he was a lawyer, he totally had... He was friends with Tom Forsade, the founder. He was... Uh, he, he retained the original spirit. He was kind of like, fuck the man. And he, being a successful attorney, was able to, to make that a reality. So he, he passed away a couple weeks ago. Obviously, between that and the investment in high times, there's been sort of a changing of the power dynamic or the decision-making structure. So a lot of the cup is being outsourced, is what you're going to say. You know, I mean, it's going to be... I think they're going to try and... I just think they're going to try and make it huge. That's all I'm trying to say, is that it's going to be... Instead of something like... And we've already seen this happen over the past few years of it going from an underground event, from a situation that's completely built and nurtured by our culture to something that's now going to be a mainstream type situation, just like, you know, just everything like else out there. <laughs> just what like is the deal? <laughs> Fine, just keep You like that one, Adam? That was good. That was mainstream as you get. It's just going to change. It's going to change, and you already see it changing. And, you know, a lot of things maybe for the good, like you mentioned, 
better artists maybe um but more people i don't know it's 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 cool to I see mean, the things we, that happen we already, we already discussed cool. earlier we know it's going it is leaning towards the big mega fest concert thing. yeah i mean and you you can see the trend it used to be however many big booths larger booths but what was it like 20 big booths and then there were the small booths and then they had like mediocre talent now they're getting eight great talent and bigger concentration of the you know they yeah. have a couple really big booths i think the so thing soon that, it's going to be four or five huge sponsors Great talent, and it's gonna be just like Warp Tour. It'll go on tour, and it'll be a huge success. I think the and biggest it'll be thing friendly that smoking concerts. You have a sort of market set up, and people. You got to do the finger. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that people <laughs> that people are really not enjoying about it, and and the biggest pain in the ass thing about anything that you do is the amount of people that are at an event. It's just it's, it's a frustrating type situation to be wow. elbow to elbow with people. So. No, this was spread out pretty big, dude. This yeah, but Cali I've never was. been to there California. There was no elbow period, to elbow. So this was no know. elbow to elbow at this point. So we got the two weekend thing is weird too. Yeah. Two weekend thing is a little strange. And the Denver event is, is elbow to elbow. Dare dare we say? Dare we speak about our solution? To all this. You know what? Yeah. Here's what in, I want to do. Tune in next week. Here's what the I want to do. Here's what I want to do right now. Here's what hey, I remember do right the JDR now. party back in the day? Give us a call. JDRD? Which one? The JDR party back in the day. JDRD party at Adam's place. The normal thing was here. We Back the on the Santa Fe? Yes. We, the leaf we should try to throw some more of those. Those parties. Those ones. <laughs> <laughs> why is everything I say, even if it's a serious thing, is, why is it so hilarious? Parties. Just those. those. We want to make the parties more like that. There's a reason that party was <laughs> And we'll recreate it. Kim said we'll document that, party. that thing like And then like you're going to be like standing back going, all right, that wasn't really the party I was thinking right, about. I mean, <laughs> but but so, events are going to start taking so, off here. Be hey, cool. hey, 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 hey. Here's hey, the hey. thing. Now that the cup's passed. What's up? We're going to talk about ADSI. Right now? Yes, for cool. one minute. We have one minute to talk yes. about Yes. <laughs> I want to announce some of the social media <laughs> Hey, you know that the cup winners. starts on the same day as ADSI. I know. Not. I want to announce some of the social media spot winners. All right. We have people entering ADSI, which is our little... We can't call it a cup. Our little can't call it a cup gathering slash. But I've been here for years. <laughs> it's a badass uh, event. I'm excited. Hell yeah! But I've been here for a year, actually. Yo, so. even if I wasn't invited, <laughs> I'd still be excited from the outside looking in. You will be. <laughs> God, you will be. Let's sit over here. Play by play. He can be our play by play from the outside. No, from the looking inside. in. Okay. <laughs> Watching it on a video feed. <laughs> so we, play from all outside. right, guys, hold it together for like one minute, and then we can rap and bullshit. All right, let's do it. We asked listeners, friends of the show, strangers, what the hell, on social media to post with the hashtag ADSI2016. We have finally completed our list of uh, social oh. media entries. Yep. There will be alternates. This is the prime first list of people who've entered uh we're gonna announce them now who knows if they're listening get the word to them if you know these people instagram winner will announce it on on there too instagram the first slot goes to duke diamond va second slot to hannah bolt the third slot goes to the crazy i've got a facebook slot here for braveheart Good to have Braveheart coming out. Yeah, Braveheart's man. Another Facebook slot for Hardy Har Har. All right. I got a Facebook slot here. He didn't. He was nominated. He didn't even try to enter. But Cash Tree Mason, 
Hopefully Cash will accept. I don't know. Dredd, you've smoked a Zerb, right? Uh, I have. It's out of control. I think I have, yeah. Who's that? Another, he's a Kelly dude. Another Instagram slot got uh, given to Skunk VA, the original Skunk, Skunk VA, Chem91. <laughs> uh, another Facebook slot to uh, Jishan Fang, uh, Michael Fong, Gage Green Genetics. Mm-hmm. Get him in the house. Uh, and then we got to meet some cool people out there in Cali and yeah. d- gave a couple idea? more. No. We had uh, Unknown Prophet. Yeah. We got to invite. And then we <laughs> met uh, OG Cushman's friend, the real OG Cushman's friend, yeah. who gave us that really, really nice cookies. Um, and that's him right there. He's on the list. I added him to the list while we were out there. So uh, definitely congratulations to everybody who entered. There will be more <clears throat> announced. Uh, as far as the social media entered alternate, so keep using that hashtag with your picks. Uh, and of course, the rest of the invites are going out now that this list is finally complete this week. Uh, and How many entries total? 52. 52. And then 52 alternates. Deck of cards, my friend. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you know it's illegal to have two decks of cards Shout out in to Thailand? Wow. At once. Crazy. No, like a big, big crime. You have two full decks. Because then you're gambling? That's, yeah. That's illegal? Yeah. In Thailand. In Thailand. Where most things are pretty legal. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, we got 40 seconds. Shout outs. 40 oh, seconds. we got to do sponsor shouts. Quick. 40 seconds sponsor shout out. Big, uh, big shout, shout out to Way to Grow. Do, 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 do. The Number original one. sponsor. The best years. sponsor. No, the first sponsor. First, the best, the mostest. The most committed <laughs> sponsor. The Adam Dunn Show. What, is it, what did they tell you about the Adam Dunn Show code? That they tell... They tell everybody that is on the fence about getting themselves their own code or working on, you know, getting putting their information. And they're like, well, fuck it. Just use you know, Adam Dunn code. That's the one. That's Damn. the one. So we get credit for way more than we actually yeah, got. Yeah, we love Is that, that what you're telling me? I told Those the guys, guys love you, dude. I go, just keep dumping do, more do in. They, do, gonna, do you know? Yeah. No, I'm just saying from what I've seen, they love you. That's what awesome. What have you seen? Love the show. So you see the show. Dale showing it. You seen our show? <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, what are you telling me, Tim? I'm saying from watching the interaction on the show from the guys over there and the people that are involved with that company, the dark horse and, and all go, that. Hey, I mean, it just seems like, like a really buddy buddy type situation. I do. I do. When I go there, yeah. they say, "Ooh, Adam Dunn," but that's because I'm Adam Dunn, so it's easy to get that kind of thing going on. Anyway, go there now. They're doing their 13th anniversary Lucky 13 sale. Whoa. $5 Whippet Premium Butane. $13 for a bag of Vermifier. You're like, Whippets? He, he's so <laughs> I saw his eyes. I know, it, 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 he's a Whippet. I can like, see. I, dude. $25 <laughs> extra sun, 1,000 watt HPSs. $6 T5 bulbs. The True Blues. Go stock up on those. What's that $209 deal? What's going on there, Phantom 2? Well, they got to use a different code. They got to say WTG Phantom. That's, that's pretty good price, though. 209 bucks for the Phantom 2. For a brand new one. Nice. 209 bucks for the Throw Phantom 2. Throw the discount 2. on there. Bam. Promo code Phantom. WG Phantom. If you can stack it or you're buying something else, don't forget promo code Adam Dunshow will get you like 25% off. This isn't a bullshit like Some Joe Rogan shit. 10%. Yeah, this is Adam Dunshaw. We listened to Joe Rogan on Cali, and I was like, ah, ten percent. That's not bad. Yeah. Just for saying Joe or whatever for you a pill that's going to make more your letters for Adam Dunshaw. But twenty five percent, that's a good discount. And you're buying real stuff. You're not buying like whatever fucking, the fuck. I know <laughs> a <laughs> pill that makes your neurons fire off a tenth of a second faster. There you go. There you go. Big big shout out to Dark Horse Genetics. Uh, of course, bringing you the Bruce Banner. Now bringing you the Gorilla Glue in Colorado. Bringing you TH seeds in Colorado, and I think we're going to make the announcement now, and it's going to go official because we want it last week, but we're late. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Bringing you Archive Seed Bank in Colorado. Nice. Whoa. Nine Archive Strings. Really? 
Yes, seeds and clones, wow. Colorado, mm. legit produced. Come in here, holler at me. Darkboardgenetics.com. <laughs> More info coming there in the very near future. Yeah. Uh, and of course, look for an official announcement of the archive. I like Is there anywhere else in the United is there big, anywhere big else that that's out. legit? Like that? no. archive here? No, no that's no. that's big, huge news. Big shout out to Build a Soil, our number one choice for custom organic fertilizer, and not just because it says oh. it on the graphic. And remember the kid that came to us. That oh, that's a great tie-in. So we're at the cup, right? Walking and along. you tell the story. He came to you. Walking along, this kid comes up. He's like, "Hey, Adam Dunn." You gotta right? talk louder. You're on. You're on like You're on whisper mode. Oh well, there you go. Going down through the cup, see this kid and his girlfriend walking along. He's got a jar in his hand. He's like, "Hey, you're Adam Dunn, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, I listened to your show." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. You know, nice beside of a chat." Pulls out the weed. He's like, "This weed, like, I pretty much." grew this the way you guys said and i went he went to build a soil and he's in cali you know and he went to build a soil got stuff got his coconut water got his aloe followed the program stuff burned awesome like it was so clean and done well you know it was like done well see that nice. like you like that gave it i gave him one of those yeah that was done well son that's now, the seal of approval but it was also that was actually like super highlight one of the Pretty much one of my highlights of the cup is running into those guys. Cause that was, we, that yeah, just seeing the full circle of the whole thing. Yeah. Seeing the circle go around, and that's what you know, build a soil. That's what build a soil is all about is building that circle. Cycle uh, circle. It's a yes. circle. You know, and if you're gonna go organically, you're gonna understand that, and you're gonna have Tim is gonna. What the fuck, Tim? What the fuck? Tim is gonna come and sing. Dread torch, Tim. Torch. Did you got the torch out? This is time to use it. Uh, big big shout out he'd love to are we moving Incredibles yeah are we are we moving are we moving to Incredibles yeah we love we love you Jeremy Jeremy let's get you on soon big big shout out to Incredibles Edibles Colorado's number one this room's medicinal and recreational edible chocolates not candies I actually threw the gauntlet down to them the other day I said the kid is talking about his uh, his chocolate challenge next week so oh nice and uh I asked do they do a Valentine's Day thing? They should have, right? No Valentine's Day specials? Well, whatever. I said if they want to give if they want to give a bunch of edibles for the for the kids challenge, which is next week, next Friday. Yeah, that's gonna be a big show. It's gonna crush. Next next Friday, let me just announce oh, it right shit. now. Valentine's Day is in two days. Okay, so Valentine's Day. Make some moves. So <laughs> Valentine's Day is in two days, guys. All you do is figure it out, but. Next Friday, next Friday we're going to buy is, all the on-sale Valentine's Day candy that we can afford. And yes. the kid said he will eat how many boxes? Fifteen. What? Fifteen boxes yes. of the 30s, right? The he will eat 450 yeah, Valentine's Day chocolates, <laughs> including what? some edibles. What, if we can what drop. kind of Valentine's Day chocolates? Anything? Whatever we whatever, mixed, whatever mixed we, bag. 30 boxes of 30 pack. 15. 15 boxes of a 15 pack. No, like 30 bite size? Boxes of I'm a shitty with pack. math. You're the worst. I'm horrible you with math. I don't even want to talk, repeat one thing. Okay. So the, the So we're going to get some incredible edibles hopefully. <laughs> so we're going to we're going to uh, work on the discounted chocolates which should be the best quality i would assume right that's the, when you get the best yeah especially when they say happy valentine's day 2015 yeah those, you're are, like, the ones you those want. are the ones you want to catch and they just scratched it off yeah yeah so we're gonna we're gonna do that and if we can get in our friends from incredibles to throw down i already threw the gauntlet down i said you guys want to add in 
It doesn't have to be a whole bar of each, but even if we just gave him like a little bit of each, so he had, he had that in the beginning to kind of get the grease going and then eat those things by the... This yeah. is like the worst idea ever. Fifth box in. Tim, you don't know how to do good Tim, radio. This is going to be a good radio, saying, don't you worry. the worst idea ever. Five boxes in, he's going to be fucking feeling it. Anyway, if you want to do your own Incredibles Valentine's Day gifts or Valentine or chocolate challenge, go to IncrediblesColorado.com. Coming soon to Nevada. And did I hear California? Was yes. those two things? Yep. Coming soon. And don't forget, Incredibles extracts. Keep the eyes out for the orange soda. When the orange soda drops, oh my God. buy... Three packs. If you can buy five or more, buy five or more. Add Fire. it to your dab wallet. It's yeah. the new shit. Orange soda by Incredibles Extracts is coming soon. I see James looking like he wants me to talk more about Viola. All I can say is you can email info at adamdunshow.com with the subject sponsorship info. And I can, I can make that happen. On that note, thank you guys for listening. Personal shout outs? Of course. Cece, my beautiful wife. down. How's that feel in your house? I know. She's down at the farm and you're in your house. It's weird. Weird. It's weird. I'm sure. I hope Nick watched the show because uh, he's probably like, what? They're messing it's around. My Where's my Legos? My Legos are, your Legos are fine. <laughs> Dred's right playing with your Legos. Yeah, Dred's all over the Legos. Um, Ace down at the farm. Everybody else holding it down. Uh, shout out to, jeez, uh, I always I always forget shout outs. Shout outs I don't even think about. I don't even want to. Attention. Look around the room. Do that. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Those guys. Well, Dread, of course, was do everybody through. from the beginning. This guy. Oh, Tim. Of what? Course. Tim Martin, John Dunn Radio John... coming back February twenty second. Uh, was it John Doe or John Dunn Radio? John, John, Dunn. Yeah, John, John Dunn, Dunn Radio. Vote for it. Best Dunn. of Westward. Westward. Are, are we able to change we're it? Entered. We're, we're entered. We're entered. Dude, we're entered. We're entered. Yes. Good. Oh, uh, I'm the one that got screwed on that. You. You became. And I've already won that. That's pretty much what happened there. Sure. You know what? Shout out to Tim Martin. For coming down. Big shout, shout out to Dread, Dread. Smoke Sweet. Shout out to Kyle the Intern. Kyle the Intern. Shout out to Andrew. Shout out to, shout out to James. Shout James for Viola. James, big talker. Shout out to my beautiful wife, Reese. Amazing little kiddo, Farron. I'm going to go hang out with them and have dinner. Shout oh. out to the creator of the device. Right oh. now, CPU is 33%. I, 35. I put the device somewhere at 29. Shout out to Caesar C- here now for taking 25. Me out next week. Got to go out next week. Yeah, going bar. out to Portland. Yep, going out to the Canacon. Canacon. Keep We're back up to 32. 23. 19. I got it to 19 by moving the device. If we spin the device. Yeah. 25, 23. Have you I'll lost your shit? Have this you literally lost your shit? Tim, you I was, this is a device. It's a patented device. All right, guys. Friday night's getting hectic. We will catch you next week. I'm going to keep playing with it. It went back up to 33. I pulled it away. Back. Now down to 25. You sound manic right now. You just sound crazy right now when you're talking. About it. All right. We'll <laughs> talk to you guys next. We'll actually, guys, on Wednesday, don't forget to tune in. Usual time. I think so, yeah. You want to go one to three? We'll figure it out. You'll get an announcement. If you need an announcement, subscribe right on our live stream channel. You can subscribe to the Adam Dunn Show, and you will get an announcement, which is how everyone found out about this one. That's how most people did. And then on Wednesday, we will have the recorded show show with Alec Anderson. Tell them more about that OG story. (laughs) Bubba would like to get in on that, it sounds like, so we'll record a bit with Bubba, too. Yeah, he he, he texted while we're here. He wants to jump in on that conversation. No. Okay, never mind. I'll show Bubba. All right, gang. Thanks for listening. Hope you're enjoying the new time. We'll catch you on Wednesday. Peace. Let me see that device. Dread, put it on your <laughs> put it on your necklace. Watch hey, what hey, happens.